Hello, and welcome back to the Palette Plug Podcast. I am your host, Kyle. Today, we have Eric Mekanov from Solvery Palettes down in Texas. Uh, Eric had reached out to me through the Facebook group, Facebook Messenger. He came across the podcast. Um, and after talking to him, you got a lot of cool stuff going on. You're a very hard worker. And I felt inspired in talking to you. And so I wanted to give you the opportunity to come on and share the things that you've got going on things that you've learned throughout the process and i'm just gonna hand it on over to you give yourself a little introduction and let's roll right into it (laughs) thank you very much for having me i hope we're gonna make the most you know downloadable episode on your show so that people (laughs) can really get and understand what this business is really like you know coming from i mean i i went through it yeah Uh, you know just a little uh, background and um It'll be crazy, you know, the the way I mean, people not normally end up in this business the way I did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's crazy. I mean, you can tell by my last name, you know, I've got a little bit of an accent. I'm clearly not from America, you know, and I'm from I'm from Kazakhstan, wow, okay. uh, a former Soviet country. Yeah. You know, I, I uh, moved to New York City when I was like 15, you know, wow. back in the day by myself. You know, I, I was going to ask uh, by yourself. I, I went to, uh, you know, high school. There was, like, kind of a dorm situation. We we uh, lived on campus and everything, you know, graduated and uh, didn't know what to do, you know, with my life and everything. So I was like, hey, mom, you know, what do you think? Um, she's a trust and estates attorney back home. Okay. Uh, you know, so in I was Kazakhstan. raised by a, In Kazakhstan, yes. Okay, gotcha. And I was raised by a single mother, so she was my everything, you know, and basically my my best friend. So no. she said, you know, if if you want to go be an attorney of some sort, you will not basically. It'll be it's a sure thing. Everybody needs one. There always will be work. Blah blah blah. Okay, fine. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm in uh, Berkeley College, okay. town Man- Manhattan. I'm like, what the hell? It's crazy, you know. <laughs> So many people and everything. Everything is so outrageously expensive. Mm-hmm. And, and and that was like, what, 17, 18 at a time. Wow. Uh, got, got my first shoebox rented. You know, oh, you're talking about your apartment? Li- literally, my apartment, yeah. It was yeah. like a studio apartment, you know. Uh, it, it was it was this big. You know, one step here, it's a kitchen. One step there, it's your bathroom. Yeah. But, you know, I, I managed and uh, I quickly understood that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm done with classes by 11 every day and, you know, the entire day is free. But so I was very, very frequent at the careers office. Okay. I mean, any, any college, any university has it. Mm-hmm. So I said, could I get something, you know, part time, something to get the experience, you know, earn a couple of dollars, not going to hurt. Yeah, didn't get didn't didn't get anything for half a year, and then after many coffees and you know <laughs> networking and everything, donuts, yeah. whatever it took, they're like, okay, fine, kid, we uh, we 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 found you something um, at the small law firm that was dealing with international tax and, oh, and like okay. cross border tax planning. Yeah, you know, so I. Uh, First was, you know, working as a legal assistant. And I remember my first check was like 1200 bucks. 
for the entire month. Oh, oh know, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Living in New York, that's really not yeah. anything. And, and, and I was like, wow, that's it? You know? You know? Yeah. I mean, so much work and everything. But, uh, and then I uh, basically was able to, uh, you know, show a very good work ethic. I really want to do it. I really want to be in a journey, blah, blah, blah. So I told my boss, listen, is that okay if you sponsor me for a green card based, you know, uh, through my employment? Mm-hmm. And and I can speak fluently four languages, you know, wow. Kazakh, Russian, Turkish, English, trying to learn Spanish. Wow. We'll get to Spanish. It's a prerequisite for this industry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely and, helps. Uh, <laughs> it definitely helps. <laughs> uh, you, you know, and he was like, I'm fine, you know, I'll, I'll do it for you, you know, no problem. Wow. I was and this able, was, and I was, how old were you yeah. at that time? I was about 17, 18. Wow. Okay. So still and, young. And keep in mind, I, I still don't have any relatives living in the country. Wow. Who, who, who could tell me, hey, you could actually do it like that, you know, and, 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 and get the residency going this way. I had to um, figure out stuff on my own, kind of. Yeah. Um, Kazakhstan is not necessarily a terrible place, but... Um, I'm just so used to being an American, you know, so I just couldn't imagine my my life outside it. Yeah, you know, kind of a thing. And I found my freedom here. So he was like, "Okay, you know, I can do it for you." Um, and uh, the way I the way I was paying for attorney fees and everything, we actually hired an immigration attorney. I ended up paying the woman over thirty thousand dollars in legal <laughs> fees, government fees, you know, wow. so so I can be here legally. Um, and then uh, I was basically we negotiated a deal mm-hmm. so that you know whenever whenever the attorney needed to be paid for her work, I would say, "Could you advance me three months worth of my pay so I can pay her now? I will still working. Be, I will be working for you." And in the meantime, I was doing like, well, DoorDash didn't exist back in the day. It was yeah. uh, Postmates. Okay. Gotcha. Which got acquired by Uber recently. Yeah. Gotcha. So I was doing that and I was doing, I I, I was actually selling tickets to uh, helicopter tours around Manhattan. Really? You know, like open roof buses, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were on the street Um, doing that? Yeah. Like literally, you know, my, 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 my classmate, Leo. From Venezuela, I was like, yo, compadre, you know, I desperately need help. Anything yeah. you got, you know, he's like, I- I'll-, I'll talk to the guy. He's nice. You know, we'll get you a couple of tickets. So I-, I ended up getting, you know, um, a ticket book like this. Okay. You know, and-, and then you just write stuff on it and you sell the tickets. Okay. And then they you get paid by the amount of slips you have left. Gotcha. So you get paid what so- you sold. Yeah, and gotcha. you know my 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 uh, my uh, ethnic background helped me a lot because they see an Asian kid standing on the corner. You know, he probably not gonna cheat me or anything like that. You know, so that helped. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and and I basically said, you know, this is the full price you're paying. That's it. You know, and I, I it, it it was good gig. You know, yeah, yeah. And that that's how I was able to pay for my expenses in the meantime. Wow. Next next thing I know. Um, I did my LSAT, you know, uh, for the law school. Oh, okay. It's gotcha. uh, lo, lo, it's like SAT, but for law school. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Like so, the bo- I did all, board or whatever the board test or uh, something. Yes, yeah, like law school, standardized ad- admission test or something like that. Okay. Gotcha. 
and uh, I was going to go to uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Law School, you know, or maybe um, uh, Cardozo uh, and, you know, study tax. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And they said, we'll, we'll gladly have you, you know, no problem. Uh, we, we need diversity, blah, blah. Whatever I can do, whatever you want me to do, give me a, you know, cut me a better deal. Yeah, you, yeah. You know? um, and then I got my permanent residency in February 2020. Okay. Exactly two weeks after that, the entire world shuts down for COVID. That's a good point. I I was like, why does that time frame sound familiar? Like my birthday's in February, but then 2020, wow. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's why. Yeah. So you just started working. You know, now COVID's happening. So so I so I was at that time I was working for the firm, maybe for five or seven years. Okay. Wow. For one guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was I was very close with my former boss. I still am. You know, uh, he invited me for Thanksgiving, Christmas wow. to his house. I was handling, you know, deposits, cash deposits to to uh, his uh, bank account. Well, you know, for uh, for his firm. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, the I, I would never, you know, uh, let him down or anything like that. I really enjoyed what I did. Yeah. And uh, my work basically was helping individuals from foreign countries invest in the US hmm. such that they don't end up paying the tax. Interesting. That's cool. So, so the way it works is called FERPTA certificate. Okay. So say Kyle, you're coming from Italy. Right. You're an Italian citizen, you, you have already no know. interest in the US. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, um <laughs> and uh you know, you you got a couple of mil sitting around you don't know what to do you you, you decided to oh, I wish. <laughs> be real nice uh, and uh and uh you decided to um buy an apartment in new york city okay. in manhattan not okay. anywhere like say upper west side or upper east side something yeah. like this you know um and then you're gonna rent it out okay um, so say your apartment is like i don't know a million two Mm-hmm. And your tax on the purchase will be I don't know a hundred eighty thousand. Okay, you know that you got to pay for to New York City, New York State, federal. Um, that's where I come in, and I would do I would I would basically complete a uh, tax planning for you. Okay, so that so that we establish either an LLC that's going to be inside a trust. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, or maybe we can do. Maybe we can turn LLC into S corporation, or maybe C corporation, so that right. you could own shares. Now you are kind of passive owner type. There's a lot of God bless America. You know, there's so much <laughs> you, you can do around that. You know, yeah, yeah. They're like, how can we help people pay less taxes, but also pay more taxes? <laughs> yeah, you, you know. So. uh and um, uh, the way I would do it, I would say, well, Kyle, you know, you are going to cut a check for 180000 going to U.S. Treasury. Okay. But, but don't worry. Come next year, um, tax season, the U.S. federal government will refund you that money in full. Whoa. Unfortunately, without the interest. 
The U.S. government doesn't <laughs> give out interest. That's, yeah, <laughs> they got to keep something and, for themselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So they they actually use that money for their own purposes, and, okay. then, and then get it back to you in full. So gotcha. if you are married, it'll it'll be split in in two halves. Okay. For you and your wife. Okay. Um, and a lot of you know clients are like, "Oh my God, I didn't know such thing existed." I'm like, "Yeah, it's a wild, wild west out here still." Yeah. You know? Um. That's what I was doing, and then um, wow, you know, I, I was gonna go get my JD and uh, actually pursue a career. Career, you know, open. I was almost um, close to becoming the youngest partner of the firm, like wow. a junior partner upon my graduation, because wow. I, I was already so long in the firm. Yeah, and I said, and I said, that's it. You guys gonna gonna pick up fifty percent of my tuition. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to be a junior partner and I'm staying. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I'll be around. Yeah. And they they were, they were all in their late seventies. It is like, all right, kid, we'll, oh, you know, we'll, yes. we'll, we'll figure something out, you know, so but, you were but, fresh but that, blood. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, and then, yeah, I, uh, remember going to a federal plaza downtown Manhattan with my, uh, attorney, it was an interview. I got my green card and everything. Two weeks after, bam, the entire thing shuts down. I'm like, gotcha. what the hell? Yeah. Oh, no, you know? I mean, Manhattan was swarming with people. Mm. Nobody. Nothing. Outside. Literally, yeah. nobody. You know, Scary. Nothing works. It's just, it's just like uh, in, a, in a movie, you know, like after the end of the world type situation. Yeah. You're the only one who survived, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, it, it felt weird to be on the subway. Usually, you're like a pickle in the jar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, and, and and there is the entire train is to yourself. <laughs> that you know such a change of scenery. I lived in Philly at the time, and it was a similar experience. So you, yeah, you you know it's uh, yes, it was weird. And then uh, uh, I was the only one from the firm living in the city. Everybody okay. had a family. They lived in the suburbs, like Great Neck, okay, um, White Plains. You know, over in Jersey. Yep, yep. Uh, even some lived in Philly because they took Amtrak. It's like oh, 40 okay. minutes to uh, Penn Station. Gotcha. And um, um, and they're like, well, Eric, can you go check the mail? Can you do this? Can you do that? You know? <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what's this. You know, screw that. I'll, I'll do it. No problem. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I, I, I was coming in. The entire office is to myself. You know, wow. instead, of, instead of wearing three-piece suit and a bow tie. I casually showed up in my khakis, you know, a t-shirt. I was like, all right, we can, you know. But then the firm began losing business because okay. they were primarily um, administrating and servicing large Connecticut estates. And, okay. and you know, the, 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 these guys are extremely rich and it's like generational type of situation, you know, wealth okay. management. So customers refused to come in in person to sign certain documents. Gotcha. And I told them, "That's fine. I'll come to you." Okay. You know, we'll bill you later. Yeah. For the trip. But, <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll come to you. You know. And, yeah. Oh no no no! You know you stay where you are. You know. <laughs> you know. They're like, you don't know, leave New York. Don't leave. Like, yeah, just stay where you are. You know. Yeah. It's like it's like I'm contaminated or something. You yeah know? yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's crazy. So basically, I was let go. Okay. Not because I wanted to, because the firm wanted to, but the entire thing dissolved 
shortly after I left. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, the whole business right. just went away. The whole thing just went down. Wow. Okay. Some people, some people retired altogether. My boss and the other guy, Evan, they partnered up. They started their own thing separately. Okay. Uh, one guy left to the other firm completely, you know. So it, it, it was like this. I mean, now they're working in everything, you know, but back in the day, there was a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. And we, we, we didn't know, you know, what's going to happen. So I was just happy, like a pig in the mud, you know, with, with my green card. Ah, I got my freedom. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then uh, I moved uh, to uh, Jersey, just across the Hudson River, okay. you know, and got myself a 2020 Toyota RAV4. Um, you know, had like 850 credit scores. Like, we'll, we'll give it to you for free almost, you know. Yeah, really. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'll take it. I need the car. You know, I didn't know Jersey is bad in terms of like transportation, you know. There's yes, no we got no or... public transportation. Like, we do, but <laughs> yeah. we don't, you know. <laughs> and then, I mean, I was just so tired, you know, taking the uh, New Jersey Transit bus or train each time to Penn Station, you know. and after I uh, I was let go, I couldn't even go get my groceries, you know, because I needed the car. Gotcha. And and Ubers and everything was so expensive at, at the time. Yeah. And I I found myself basically in Jersey without my salary, didn't have any savings because you know everything went toward my legal fees and living expenses. Gotcha. Just didn't have enough to save even. Yeah. You know. And I was like, crap, what am I going to do? And I'm filing for unemployment benefits, mm-hmm. all sorts of benefits. And I'm calling my mom and I'm, and I'm saying, did you know that the U.S. government will give you money while you're unemployed? <laughs> she, she was like, get out of here. No way they will give you free money. I'm like, imagine that. And I'm eligible to qualify. It's because she was, she used to be, you know, my entire life, my, my entire family, they're all self-employed individuals. Gotcha, gotcha. So you come from entrepreneurs. Gonna, yeah, like gotcha. we, all, we 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 are used to relying on ourselves. Gotcha. Like, the government doesn't exist. You know, it's just in the way. I see. Yeah. For the for, for, for the most part, you they're know? just making rules for you to have yeah. more difficulty and, trying to do what you're trying right. to do. <laughs> and, and and I was like, yeah, mom, you know, don't worry, I'll I'll be fine. And uh, and and but unemployment didn't kick in until three to four months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because everybody were calling and everything mm-hmm. was so overwhelmed, you know, and then and then Alex Jones was making situation even worse, you know. <laughs> I was like, "Oh crap!" You know, what is what's gonna happen? Is it like the end of the world? <laughs> you know. Um, and I remember I was like waking up at five, six, so I can jump on the line to the call center, you know, New York State uh, Labor Department. Just to and try I to was talk like, somebody. just to see, yo, what's up with the, you know, could I get yeah. something? I mean. You know, ten bucks at least. You're right. You know? Right. You're like, I'd like <laughs> you know? to buy food today. Food, know? please. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I was like, "Wow, it's so so." You know, it's very uncertain, everything, and uh, it was so depressing. And I was like, "Well, I have my car. Why don't I go sign up for Uber? Okay. Amazon, Amazon Flex. Right. That's exactly what I did. Okay. And uh, Uber people were so so slow in the beginning. That mm. I had to travel to uh, Newark and was like, yo, can you speed up my application a little bit? You know, <laughs> but they yeah. were close too. So there was like a number, you know, so you're just, pandemic. Yeah. 
I see. Gotcha. And then I'm like, man, I, I spent the last five bucks on gas just to get here, you know? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> yeah. Struggling. You're really crazy. just trying to navigate. Crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. Next thing I know, some Indian kid uh, from, like, Uber assistance, you know, speed up my case. Okay. I was like, wow, man. You know, respect to you. Thank you very much. Really, I yeah, really appreciate really. your help, you know? I mean, at this time, it's like, yo, I got you, I got you, don't you worry, you know what I mean? And then I got my decals and everything, and I'm like, all right, I'm now Uber driver, I guess. Right. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> so I, 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 um, well, I was like, hmm, how does it work, you know? So I, uh, I remember just learning and grasping how it works, mm-hmm. and I remember making 34, 20, 20 bucks driving the entire day. Jeez. What? Yeah. I thought you were going to say for like one or two trips. I was like, oh, that's not that bad. No, you're the saying entire day. Wow, dude. Yeah. Wow. Because, uh, because turn, and then I was jumping on Reddit and trying to, trying to read, you know, like what people are saying because there's nobody to learn from. That's you a know? good point. That's yeah, a really and, good and, point. And, and, and YouTube is like, has all the generic information. Oh, you can be your own boss, you know? Well, you, you are your own boss, but where are the orders, you know? Right. <laughs> you know yeah yeah well i'm sure they probably have like a referral code too where it's like sign up using my you referral know, code yes yeah, stuff like this gotcha. but, but nothing like yo you should go to the airport you should go to gotcha. train station to events you know gotcha. uh, malls maybe basically where people hang out that's where you should go and, and hope for the because you know probability yep, that makes uh, but sense I, I didn't know at the time yeah, yeah. And you're not thinking about it too cuz you're like this yeah. app is supposed to just do this for me. Right. Gotcha. Exactly. Makes you sense. Know? So and then I signed up for Amazon Flex. Okay. It, it, I regretted it because they on my on my <laughs> first trip they, they sent me to Brooklyn Heights. You know, oh, so gosh. I, I I picked up in um in uh, New Brunswick and I and I went all the way across Verrazano. What? To Brooklyn Heights? Yeah. What? I thought I'll be. I thought I'll be in Jersey. Yeah, you, you know what would make sense would to be right. Be, yeah. Okay. Because so, it's it's a, it's a lot easier to just drop off packages at the individual houses. Right. You know, in Jersey where there's plenty of space. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. But not going to Brooklyn Heights. You know when oh. you know there's old brownstones. You know and everything and. And I remember like 10 I, I, people I, a building or something like that. Right. You know? gotcha. <laughs> and then I uh, remember I, I parked, I, there was no parking. Mm-hmm. Was like, wow, crap. I can't even double park, you know? Yeah. What am I going to do? So I just left my car on the curb on the corner. It was Halloween. So a lot of people trick or treating and everything. Mm-hmm. So I went from the corner of the street all the way inside the block. It was a good half a mile, maybe, or so, you know, but I could still see my car Mm -hmm. just to drop off the package. Next thing I know, I'm turning back. There's a uh, traffic cop about to give me and I'm running, you know, like like there's no tomorrow. And I'm screaming, I'm back. I'm back. Don't tell my car. It's mine. You know, get out. Get away. You know, (laughs) you get away from my car. And, and, I, and I remember literally pushing him aside. I'm like, I'm here. No, don't do anything. Yeah. And I just and, and I just drove away, you know? <laughs> so what you're saying is you're wanted. <laughs> there's, a, there's a parking ticket waiting for you in New York somewhere. He, he was literally standing there and like, hmm, let's play somewhere. No, so and so. And then I'm driving back to uh, 
to Amazon warehouse and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I had a couple of packages that I couldn't deliver because there's wrong address and I called customers and everything. Yeah. Uh, they took the package back, no problem. And I didn't get paid. At all? For At anything? All. For anything. Because you and didn't. Like, what? It, it, yeah. And, and, I was, and I was trying to figure out why I didn't get paid. You know? Yeah. So that was another hustle. Turns out it was uh, an internal uh, mistake on their end. Okay. But it took them two weeks to get resolved. Jeez. You know? So you're just trying to make a dollar, dude. Right? (laughs) You know? So it it was crazy. Um, But then, you know, I, you know, uh, God bless Reddit. I Mm. was able to navigate. You know, there's a lot of groups. And uh, I was just literally like, hey, I'm not afraid to ask for help. If I need help, I'll, you know, I don't, I'm not arrogant. You know, I said, people, I desperately need help. I'm new here. How the heck do I make money, you know, doing this and that? Yeah. And yeah. people, they, they just, yo, man, you got to do this, you know, try that. Uh, get this app, you know, you should be looking for this. Search happens at this time, you know, so, you know, you got to be, we got to be okay. watching out. Yeah. So you, you really got to be smart about whatever you do. And then uh, one morning I, I woke up and I checked my bank account. I thought that would be like negative $10, you know, and um, I'm like, bam, there's all this money from unemployment. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Stimulus, you know, Trump was giving out 1200 oh. here, 12 there, you know, yep. and uh, it was crazy. And I'm like, wow, I'm rich, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I, I maybe like, what, five or 8000 feels a lot wow. nicer than nothing <laughs> right? you know and i felt such a relief yeah i called my landlord i said well you know george i'm gonna pay you the you know i just got it blah 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 and uh i was applying for all sorts of assistance and then um at that point i didn't know you know when this entire thing is going to end mm-hmm. with cuomo you know, it was crazy. That that ship that Trump sent, you know, the medical whatever, mm-hmm. that, that that was uh, harbored in uh, somewhere in the city. And then, uh, you know, I Florida and Texas were opening up. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. So I was like, I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know when it's going to end. I know what I know. You know, and you know, I, I, I gotta, I gotta do something. Yeah. Luckily, fortunately, I was by myself. You know, so there's pack up and go, basically. Yeah. So, I, so I was choosing. I was doing my due diligence, and I was like, hmm, do I want to be associated with Florida? And it's like nothing against Florida, by the way. You know, nice people, the good state. Mm-hmm. But whenever you hear on the news. Florida man just, yeah. you know, fought an alligator. <laughs> Florida man just slept with a snake or whatever, you know? <laughs> you know, so it's just stuff yeah. like this happens over there, you know? It's a peninsula. Yeah. And little, whereas Texas, on the other hand, you know? Yeah, Texas it, it's a it, barbecue. Economically, economically strong, barbecue, yeah. cowboy heads, you know? Right. It used to be its own republic back in the right. day. And uh, a lot of oil, a lot of horses, a lot of space. Reminds me of Kazakhstan. Oh, you know, well, that's it cool. Has, has, has the same culture. Nice. The same thing, yeah. Same so thing. You fit right I, in. I swear. 
I think the weather, everything. And I was like, well, you know, might as well go to Austin. Because, you know, at the time, Joe Rogan moved to Austin. Okay. Um, Elon Musk, you know, was like, let me speak with a California manager. Why is everything so close? You know, it's close. Yeah. <laughs> and then he closed his uh, factory in California and moved it to uh, Austin. Right. And I was like, well, I feel like that's a boom and I can join this 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 movement and see what happens. Gotcha. That's exactly what I did. Okay. I had, what year I, is this? I, it was the um, it was summer 2020. Oh, okay. Wow. So you you moved quick. Well, well, well no, it's not 2020 just so February 2020 everything happened. So I'm sorry, it was yeah. summer 21. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, summer 21 my list was over. Okay. By um end of May, beginning of June. And uh, a month prior to lease expiration, I sold whatever little that I had, mm-hmm. you know, on Craigslist and everything. And I only left stuff that could fit inside my little RAV4. Wow. So I packed everything, you know, ain't nobody helping. There is no family, no goodbyes, no friends. You know, everybody's yeah. kind of all, you know, all over the place. Wow. So I re- returned the keys. I said, do I owe anything? No, you're good to go. Okay, bye. And uh, um, I never drove for, you know, long distances. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I am driving across the entire country. You know, <laughs> In all, one all go? Texas. Well, no, not, it, it took me five days. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to yeah, say, but, I was like, dude, what? You just went for it? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, I have photos somewhere where I was like, you know, traveling through different states and mm-hmm. you know i kind of made made myself a little uh road trip because i haven't been outside new york city as much i went okay. to california massachusetts pennsylvania you know Jersey, like surrounding places right for the, for the most part but not um you know what i what, what i did and you know i uh, basically went to uh, uh austin you know Use the money that 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 I got from unemployment benefit to pay for apartment, this and that, you know, get myself situated, you know, get okay. some new furniture, mm-hmm. mattress, you know, stuff like that. And then um, unemployment ended. Uh, Texas was wide open, you know, mm-hmm. and I was trying to look for a job as a paralegal. Okay. In Austin. Gotcha. You know, same thing. Ta- taxation. Yeah, I was yeah. sending out. I was sending out applications. Everything you know, it's crazy. And everybody told me, "Well, you have to have Texas law experience." I mean, I, yeah. I said, "Well, that's interesting. I understand Texas used to be its own country, but as of today, it is still within the union, which is still governed by the IRS." Mm-hmm. Look, I don't like him either, but that that's that, that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, what's the point? And how am I supposed to get experience without nobody's working? Gonna hire right. 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 So, it was frustrating, but I I always reminded myself as long as I'm in America, I can make my own freaking job. I can survive. I, like I can that. make things happen, you know. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. So I I was doing Uber. Uh, Amazon was crazy in Austin. It was crazy. It only had one warehouse at a time. 
Oh, so wow. they, they, they always had a lot of work and not enough people. Okay. So, so I remember, out. yeah. So I remember picking up shifts, like four, three hour blocks for 240, 250, sometimes oh. 300. Wow. Okay. That's yeah, awesome. And, and, and on some days I, I, you know, I would just be, uh, let go because, you know, they overbooked. Oh, okay. so there was way, yeah. there were too many people working at the time. Yeah. Gotcha. And they just discharge you, and then you know you basically got this money for free, and then you have the entire day, and you do Uber. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And then I decided to go into real estate. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know the the, the switch. The. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we the all learn somehow, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, apartment complex where I live mm -hmm. turned uh, switch, you know, management company. Okay. So I'm coming in and I'm like, where is such and such person? And I'm seeing the boxes. Something's going on. But Ryan comes out. Ryan Armstrong is the, is the manager. And I'm mm -hmm. like, well, I'm Ryan, blah, blah. We're a new company. You know, we just took over, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, that, that's amazing, you know, because I feel like you might need some help, don't you think? And I live <laughs> here as well. <laughs> and they're like well yeah we're definitely hiring you know and i said well my man you know so i said let's go talk you know yeah you're like put her there pal yeah you know and uh, uh we talked and that same day i i emailed him my resume the next day he said uh you're hired wow okay. well, that's uh a the fast week after I was like, yeah because they desperately need somebody and i was already there Gotcha. Okay. And, and, and uh, um, you know, next thing you know, there was like orientation, blah blah blah. Hmm. So I was a certified apartment leasing professional. There you go. Boom. Bam. Within you a day. Know, within a day. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. only in this country. No, nowhere else. You know, gotcha. can this stuff happen? So that's a good point. Um, they they got me decent pay. I mean, it's not like glamorous. You know, eighteen bucks per hour. And uh, four hundred dollar discount off of my apartment per month. Oh, that's solid. Know, because I was living right there, basically. Right. And I told them, if you have emergency, whatever, I'm here. Hit me up. I don't mind. Yeah. You know. Okay. And uh, that's what I did. But then I quickly understood that the apartment that I lived in was 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 actually, you know, they they inherited a lot of outstanding work orders. Mm. over 300 whoa and uh yeah and austin's a small town so they're not used to being uncomfortable like we are we, we used to be in new york city philly you know we know what the struggle is yeah the you know <laughs> yeah. but 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 out here you know in in austin minor inconvenience is the end of the world interesting okay and gotcha. i get it you know they're they're paying money they want you know stuff i see to be working Especially yeah. in the heat when your AC is out, I, I get it. Look, no, you know, I, yeah, that I would not be able to, but, to deal. But uh, the problem was that that really, uh, you know, made me uh, do something else. Mm -hmm. Is the people, the angry people, are coming to the office. Okay. The only face they see it's me. Right. So it is you, you know, the problem that that, that, that why my AC doesn't work, why my gotcha. toilet doesn't flash, yeah. why there is a guy that's smoking pot, you know, and it's all coming to my apartment. Gotcha. You know, a crying baby, a family yeah. that, that is like, you know, stomping and everything. I can hear them, you know, do something about it, blah, blah, blah. 
And I'm like, yo, I literally have zero control over it. You know, I can politely ask Jose to go check your unit, but that's all I can do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's crazy. Matter of fact, my wife and I came back from Austin, uh, what, the day before yesterday. Mm-hmm. The gate still doesn't work. Oh <laughs> yeah. So you those know? outstanding uh, orders still. are still outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, wow, this is so depressing and so nerve-wracking, you know. And I, I mean, I could be making the same money doing Uber and Amazon. At least I would have uh, a lot better flexibility. Mm-hmm. And I would have the time to focus and do something better. Gotcha. And and that's that's how we you know uh, that's how I discovered the palaces. Gotcha. I was desperate. I was hungry, and I was literally YouTubing side hustles I can make without money or with little money. Yeah, yeah. And then the notorious John Wilker popped out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know. So yep. I, I, uh, you know, I was studying his entire YouTube channel like it's my job. <laughs> you know, I, I was religiously re- reading through the comments and what people are saying. That's and, and you know, uh, b- because I couldn't even afford his course at the time. Right. Didn't so for real, like you know. Yeah, so you're and, trying to get the most out of the free stuff that you out can. Out of what I can get, you yep, know. Yeah, and the comment and section, I, I, I just want to stop real quick because I feel yeah. like not many people think about this, but comment section is a great place to go to get the details, you know. I right. think that some people will be more honest in there and things like that. So very good point that you did that. I feel like that's just something relevant yeah. to share and reiterate with people. Go yeah. ahead, sorry. And then um, I realized that Austin... I mean, it's a great town, you know, very, very outdoorsy. There's great uh, Ladybird Lake. It's uh, technically Colorado River, but they call it Ladybird Lake. Ladybird okay. Lake or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, it's too small for me. You know, uh, I mean, I lived in New York City for 12, 13 years. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, you know, there's only one Mopac Expressway and I-35 going through the town. That's it. Wow. Okay. There's there's no that's subway it. anything. Yeah, nothing, nothing, gotcha. nothing. You know. Gotcha. And and the mothership from California is just landed there, you know, and, and dropped everybody from from California. Gotcha. So the, the, you know the stuff. My apartment was one thousand fifty. Wow. It was it, it was uh nine hundred eighty square feet, one bedroom with a balcony. That's... Washer dryer, big fridge, uh, dishwasher, you know, the stuff that uh, a lot of New Yorkers are uh, dreaming about. Right. I had. Yeah. You know, like, look at me. Look at me. Right. You know, it, 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 it was a flex. I was flexing to my, you know, to, to my friends in the city. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you should do this. And, uh, and then um, next year, you know, like a couple of months before my list ended. You know the apartment is like, yo, we're gonna increase the price if you uh, if you're gonna stay. Mm-hmm. Now it's gonna be sixteen hundred per month. Same thing, no renovation. You literally will remain in the same place, right? We're just... For five fifty extra, jeez, per month. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, so I was yeah. like, wow, that's crazy. Screw that. I'm I'm going. Mm-hmm. And um, 
at the time I I uh, I spoke to my mom and I said, I do recall that you have a uh, friend. It's 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 her uh, girlfriend, and she has a son that lives in Houston. Okay. And he has been living there for from the beginning, ever since he came to the U.S. Just like gotcha. me in, in, in New York City, but except it was used for him. Okay. I said, could you please, you know, get his uh, contact information? I want to reach out to him and see what's up. He's like, hey, sure, no problem. So I'm I'm calling the guy and I'm like, look, our mothers know each other back, you know, in our hometown, and we're, you know, both from the same country. I wanna I wanna link up with you. I don't have any financial interest in you. I don't want anything from you. You know, I don't need your money, nothing. I literally want some information about Houston. Could you could you meet me for lunch? I'll I'll come from home. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Come on in. That's what I did and you know, we became friends. Um and then I decided to move to Houston. Okay. In in twenty one. I mean twenty two, sorry. Um and that was my day. Man, this, this this town is crazy. H town is woof. You know, it's like New York City, except it's nice and warm. Oh, okay, gotcha. So there's and, and, there's and lots to do. There's lots there's of things. Lots going on. It's, gotcha. it's the third largest town in the U.S. Wow. Has a seaport. Has two airports, um, hmm. and a lot of major connections, like I ten. Um, what else? I forty five. Gotcha. So it's in a good spot for transportation and everything. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it is right in the middle. I can fly or drive to East Coast and West Coast. Mm -hmm. I can go to uh, Midwest, and Mexico is right below. You're selling me. (laughs) I might move down to Houston, man. (laughs) And and there is no income tax in Texas. Right, I do know that much. You only pay federal. Gotcha. You know, and if you're buying a house, and it's your only house, you can mm-hmm. file a homestead exemption. Ain't nobody can kick you out, even if you're a delinquent on your mortgage. Wow, interesting. I know, because Texas, it is for people. And mm. there's a lot of work here, you know? When, yeah. when I moved to Houston, I was like, oh, I should have moved here a while ago, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh... I moved and, you know, I uh, tr- tried to do apartment leasing and I said, you know what, I'll just stick with Uber, Amazon. But gotcha. now Uber and Amazon are becoming a lot more challenging because it's a bigger town. Okay. You I see. see. There, there's a lot of demand and a lot of competition here. Okay. Gotcha. So that, that, that friend from my country, um, mm-hmm. he has an appliance repair company. Cool. And for some reason, the guy, I mean, he does speak English, you know, but not, I guess, to the point where people would understand him, you know, okay. Yeah. Although he has been in the country for for years. Yeah. It's just like a heavy accent. Yeah. And uh, basically that, 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 you know, it it happens when uh, you surround yourself with your people and you barely speak English. You know, mm-hmm. so they said, well, you know, you're very good, you know, at talking and everything. Why don't you work for us and basically be our salesperson in the form of appliance diagnostic technician? Okay. Basically, basically to save a customer, you would 
I, I would drive to your house, say your fridge doesn't work or mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't cool. It was a frequent problem. Mm-hmm. I would come in and say, well, Mr. Kyle, you know, uh, upon herbie diagnostics of your fridge, we have, <laughs> we have come to the conclusion that uh, we need to change your compressors. And that job is going to be very difficult and time consuming. So you are looking at about $800 altogether. 600 for parts, 150 for labor, the other is tax and minor expenses. Gotcha. You know? And I guess I sounded very um, convincing. <laughs> I mean, people... I was told right there. I, yeah. I believed everything. I was like, oh, my fridge needs to be repaired right now. <laughs> that people, you know, paid almost half of what the new fridge would cost them. You know? That's that's a good point. I didn't really think about that one, but yeah, uh, just fix and, what they have. But but the thing is, Kyle, I I am a paralegal. My job was flipping through through the pages of tax code. You know, mm-hmm. that's it. And I went yeah. to court. I, I I was chatting with uh, BSing with uh, with the judges basically. You know, gotcha. So that was sales. that was my job. Yeah, yeah. You know. And then I don't know how to how to work with my hands. I can mm-hmm. work with my brain a lot. I can right. make stuff happen, you know. Yeah. But I couldn't. I couldn't, you know, assemble something for you beyond IKEA furniture. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> so so I, I I told the guys, yo, get me something that 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 makes noise, you know. And and they got me like this. Um, uh it's you know it's a meter it is it, it is uh it can measure the voltage within something okay and when 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 say your fridge or laptop or whatever is plugged oh, yeah. into the electricity it, it right beats, like, you know yeah. it does this yep so I, so i'm coming in as if i've been doing this for years you know yeah. i'm like all right ma'am you know where's the patient Oh, you know, the, the fridge is right there. All right, let's go take a look. <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong with the guy? Is he acting up again? And I'm like, well, it doesn't cool, you know. All right, give me 10 minutes. Uh, let me see what's going on. I'll, I'll let you know. All right, you, you do your thing. Yeah. And, and then I have here my guy on the phone. <laughs> and, and I'm literally saying, well, you know, he's like, go check this, check that, you know, isn't doing this and that. I'm like, yeah, well, I think it's this, you know, so, you know, you should sell this and, you know, for, for, for at least this much. And I, and I always oversold by at least three times. Gotcha. And, and then to make, to make things a little bit more theatrical, I would <laughs> take out that thing, you know? So so that so that I'm doing something, you know, and I and I and I would and I would do like heavy breathing. Oh, you're you're thinking, yeah, you're thinking, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, ma'am, yeah, I'm coming. Well, you know, uh, there's the compressor. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's the compressor. It's yeah. coming. You know, those Samsungs are not as good as they used to be back in the day. Oh, I remember, I've heard the same. Know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, and she was, you know, and I said, well, it's gonna be six to eight hundred. You know, all I need is one hundred dollar deposit, my commission, right? Uh, today, and uh, we can schedule your service first thing tomorrow morning. I literally just gotta go get the parts and have you on my on my route the next day. Like, oh yeah, okay. fine. So I pull up an app. 
that that th- these guys gave me. Mm-hmm. You um, enter or like take a picture of the credit card, payment go through. That's it. Service sold. It's my a hundred dollars. I got it. Okay. And then the next day, some other guy who actually knows what to do will come in and fix it. Gotcha. You're just selling <laughs> the service. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. You know, um, that's what I did, and uh, I uh, decided to get my real estate uh, license. Okay. So I thought, uh, do you know uh, a podcast called Wholesale Hotline? I, I've heard. I don't know about that one specifically, but I've heard about wholesaling. I've heard about the concept, and so um, Brad yeah. Daniels. Um, okay. You know, I uh, you know he answered my question live on his uh, his show. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and I was like, wow, you know, wholesaling. I mean, it, it couldn't get any easier, you know, to make to make assignment money and blah As blah they blah. Sell. Yeah. yeah. And then you don't even need the license, but if you do have the license, you look more credible and you have access to MLS. Right. You don't. You don't need anybody. So I went and failed my first exam. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh crap!" You know. And Texas is is the most difficult state that has to do anything with real estate. Interesting. For example, in New York, you have to you have to do I think seventy three or seventy class hours to be eligible for a state exam. Okay. Here is here it's one hundred eighty. Wow. It's almost, yeah, and it, uh, and it has to do with uh, Texas's history. Because back in the day, um, uh, back in the day, you know, they would it, it, it used to be a wild wild west. Mm. You know, so they would they would resell the same plot of land ten times to different people. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> there was no <laughs> accountability. You know. I and see. The, the, the sheriff is scratching head on. Oh well. You know what are we gonna do now? So yeah, that's who's how, the uh, yeah, <laughs> that's how owner. Texas Real Estate Commission was established, basically. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and then the second try, I passed it, and uh, next thing I know, oh crap! I actually need about six months saved up, you know, to uh, to do real estate properly. At least mm. six months for your rent, car payment, bills, food, excluding any marketing material. Such as suits, shoes, um, business cards, attending events, dining and whining people. Right, I see. So, that, so that, all right, I'm just gonna um, uh, make it inactive, and we'll 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 get back to it at some point. Okay. Because you you have to find um, individuals with money before you can go out and look for deals. Oh, as so like say, a wholesaler. Oh, yeah, right. Because yeah. you need like so, a cash so, buyer and everything right. like that. So gotcha. say, Kyle, you know, you, you, I, I know you're rich and yeah. you are always looking for ways to make money. Right. I know right. it for a fact. And you and I met at some country club, you know. So that's it. I have 20 Kyles like you in my in my network. Right. And then basically I would, I would go and, you know, make offers on property and get on a contract. Right. And you would be my first point of contact and I'll be like, Yo, Kyle, you want this? You know, I'm just twenty thousand assignments. Be like, yeah, sure, I'll get it. You know, get it done. That's it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. but but before you get to that point, you have to actually. There's a learning curve, mm-hmm. which I couldn't afford, time wise and financially. Gotcha. Makes sense. But I was flipping pallets at the time already. 
Oh, okay. Gotcha. I yeah. was gonna say. I was like, we've so been... <laughs> all, all this time, you know, pallets, yeah. pallets was like a side hustle for me. Okay. And I literally, you know, did like everybody else would do in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, was very desperate. Was very uh, didn't know, you know, what the pallet is. You know, any sizes, notcher, not notcher. What's this? You know, forty, forty right. G, me. What? What's all that? Um, <laughs> so you're just picking them up and selling them to the yard. No, I, oh. did, I I had I had a Rav Four, no trailer, no truck, nothing, nada. Gotcha. Zero. Okay. So what I did is I found a couple businesses um, in Houston that had a lot of pallets. So I would come in, and I don't look like your typical pallet guy. Fair enough. There are not too many Asian people within the pallet <laughs> business, you know. And whenever they saw me, they're like, "Ah, right, what you got?" You know, yeah. Talk to me. You know, I'm like, all right, that's all I'm asking, you know. And uh, <laughs> and you know, I told them, "Well, I have a pallet business, blah blah blah. You know, uh, can we can we take these pallets from you or uh, supply you some? I'll get you a good deal." Yeah. And, and I didn't even have business cards, nothing. I was gotcha. literally doing that in between the calls while I was waiting for for the guy to give me another ticket for appliance repair. Gotcha. Yeah, wow. I was hustling, okay. you know? Damn, dude. You were uh, like five things at one time. At, at one time, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, and, um, uh, you know, got the numbers and everything, and I uh, got a couple of solid leads. And then I was like, well, who do I sell it to? I don't have a place where to store it, how to transport it, you know. So I was calling each and every pallet yard in my town. Gotcha. And 99% were Hispanic. Gotcha. 80% didn't speak English. Gotcha. So <laughs> I was like, amigo, yo soy hablo español muy poquito, por favor, buy my pallet. <laughs> you know? Um, and they were laughing and everything, you know? And yeah, yeah. Basically, I remember, you know, it was my first, uh, like, real-life pressure. I... Uh, I had to find something that I, I already scheduled a pickup, but I but I didn't didn't have anyone who can actually do it. But the customer didn't know. I see. And then some guy named Jose picks up the phone at 10 p.m. When you're and calling, like, yeah. When I'm Italian. looking for for people, and I'm like, look, Jose, you don't know me. I don't know you, but this is solid, okay? I uh, I got this going on, you know. Can you meet me at this this address tomorrow? Um, you know, there's quite you know a bit of good pallets, and I think you could benefit from that. Well, yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. I'll be there. Okay. Never met the guy. Never knew the guy. I was like, what the hell am I doing? You know. <laughs> yeah. But I did. I, I did show up in the morning. There, his truck. You know, it's a international twenty-six foot flatbed truck. Oh, okay. So he had a big truck. Uh, the big truck, yeah. Yeah. I said, well, I'm I'm Eric. You know, I'm that. Call me whatever you want. You know, uh, Ringo Chino Alto or whatever. You know, uh, I I don't care. I can be whatever you want me to be. <laughs> just give me a good deal, please. You know. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I just told them who am I and where I'm coming from. That I'm also immigrant. Blah blah blah. And the guy that was Eddie's. So he picked up the pallets, got me my first seven hundred dollar cash. Wow. And then I from from that money mm-hmm. now 
anyone who is listening right now, listen very, very carefully. There's another nugget for you. From that money, I counted 300 and, and gave to, to the guy who got me the pallets. And I kept mm. the rest. Gotcha. So that, that was fee. his pickup fee, right? That was it. That or his was transportation it. fee. Well, he's going to resell those pallets for at least $2,500 because they were primarily A's, 4840. Gotcha. Okay. So you you were almost like a broker that happened to locate mm-hmm. pallets for him. He was exactly. a pallet yard. You called him. Exactly. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool. And um, that's how I made my first money in pallets. Gotcha. Well, that's a solid check to, or cash right off yeah. the bat. That feels good. Yeah. And then um, uh, the appliance people, they were kind of slow around this time so there weren't mm-hmm. you know much calls for me it was difficult to get amazon because you know demand and everything pay was super low it, it, it was not worth it you know i was basically subsidizing amazon to complete their deliveries on my expense <laughs> so on my done yeah, yeah not worth it and, at and all. then I, I and then i went to uh iah you know it's a bush international airport there is like a Uber, you know, separate Uber parking. You basically come in, turn on the app, and you automatically join the line. Gotcha. And then it'll, it'll beep whenever you're next, and they'll get you uh, somebody to ride. Okay. And it was nasty. It's disgusting. You know, there's so much, <laughs> there's so many people, so much dirt and filth, you know, toilet and everything. Forget it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I felt a little bit toxic, you know, because really? I was like, I, I felt like instead of being like a brotherhood, you know, and help one another. Um, in the Uber community? Within, within that parking lot. Oh, mainly oh Uber even... drivers, Uber and Lyft. Right. We are fighting like dogs for a spot. For a parking spot? So for you could sit and spot. wait in line? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's plenty. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. So Uber, if you're listening into that, you know it, it sucks <laughs> on that parking lot because because it it is it is marked, you know, from 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 the app on the map, it is marked, and if you go beyond this marked point, you are you are thrown off the line. You gotcha. have to rejoin and wait another four hours. Jeez. Um, and and then almost everyone's phone. Probably because so many phones accumulated in in one spot and it's glitching yep. now, you know. Yeah. So you could be standing still, but your icon on the Uber app would move places by itself. <laughs> so if you, if if you're parked, you know, it it will be it will be showing you on the map by being a couple of feet away from where you actually are. Gotcha. And if you touch your phone just for entertainment, you know. TikTok, Instagram, whatever, mm-hmm. the, the minor shake will get your pin away from where you are. So you so, have to park and leave the phone in, in one still position. Gotcha. <laughs> Otherwise, it will be all over the place. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. So it was just like a waste of time almost, it sounds like, if you would go there. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and I was so depressed, you know, I was like, wow. You know what am I gonna do now? 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't afford to, uh, you know, do pilots full time. Yeah. And I developed a system. I would go do Uber from 7 till 2, 7 okay. p.m. to, to uh, 2 a.m. Because mm-hmm. the airport didn't have many people at the time and there was, you know, steady amount of flights coming in. I okay. did that. And uh, I also did VEHO, V-E-H-O. Uh, it's uh, a better version of Amazon because oh, okay. it, it, it gives you less packages for a little more money. Okay. Well, yeah. that's cool. But with that VHO thing, at 8 p.m. every day, they release the shift for the following day. Okay. And everybody knows. And and you literally have to compete with bots because the you know each line represents a shift. You okay. Click it, you click it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, so yeah. I was, I was literally <laughs> trying know? to get the shift. Yeah, I was like, gotcha. please, you know, something. <laughs> and whatever you got, you got, you know. Um, yeah. You know, there was like, hmm, okay, let me see. I'm going to wake up. No. no. <laughs> you know, it's, it's first hmm. come, first serve. You got to click yeah. fast. And, gotcha. Within two minutes, everything disappeared. I swear. Two okay. minutes it, it took on average, you know. Yeah. So, so, um, and then, uh, the turning point for me was, uh, uh, my mother. And, uh, that's a true story because, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, trying to, trying to make it appear as if they did it on their own, blah, 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 you know. Mm -hmm. But I told my mom, look, nothing is working out. Um, I can't be an Uber driver and a package delivery guy for my entire life. I don't right. have any. I don't have anybody here. We don't have a father. You know, there's no older brother or uncle that will come to my aid. Mm-hmm. Can you lend me, or can you cover, you know, uh, at least two months of my expenses so I can start, you know, pallets full time? Yeah, I can pay you back this money, whatever. But I need some help, please. Said, well, let me see what I can do. You know, and then she's like, okay, I'll pay for your rent. Uh, and I'll get you some money for food, but that's all I can do for you. So car wow. payment, whatever, you still have to do on your own. Yeah, that's still on you. Okay. I'm like, well, yeah, I was like, well, that's that's a lot of help already, you know. Thank you yeah. so much. I mean, God bless you. And yeah. then, and then, um, I was I was joining all sorts of groups on Facebook about pallets, anything mm-hmm. and everything. And I was going through it like crazy, trying to learn more, you know, and I was I was texting people and I knew that I need my uh, own transportation because the way I started after that first pickup before mm-hmm. this point is um, the unemployment money that I had. Mm-hmm. I basically found somebody off of Craigslist. It was an Arab guy, some wealthy kid, you know, a silver spoon kind of in the mouth. Okay. His father, his father got him a Ram twenty five hundred and okay. a non CDL gooseneck trailer. I think it was thirty or thirty two feet, something like this. Wow! And, and then he had a Mexican driver, Santos. So he would he just like had somebody do drive it, do a hot okay. check. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Like, like deliver cars and stuff like that, or whatever they can fit on that, okay. they will. They will deliver. Yeah. 
Gotcha. So so I said, bro, get me get me a, a better deal. You know, I mean, I I have legit work for you. Yeah. Like, okay, two hundred bucks. Each trip. A delivery. Oh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And I went to Baytown to pick up some pallets, and I sorted them out uh, at on the at the warehouse. Basically, the mentor that I found through my friends from Kazakhstan, they were mm-hmm. renting a space from him back in the day to fix and flip cars. Cool. And, okay. And then, they, and then they were doing, and then they, they, they began uh, doing appliance repair. So okay. I came, gotcha. I oh. came to this guy. Yeah, Same I came guy. to this guy. He's 88 okay. years old at the time. He's well. still alive. He's 89 now. Nice. And, Congrats. Um, <laughs> and I told them, look, uh, sir, you know, I don't have any financial interest in you. I don't want anything from you. Um, I don't have anybody in this country or the city for the, for that matter. Could I come to you for a little advice? 10 to 15 minutes of your time, period, just mm-hmm. for business. Yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. So slowly but surely i was able to develop that relationship with him we began having breakfast and lunch then i was hanging out in his warehouse you know and he would coach me for free on pallets or general business general business okay gotcha how to approach people how to talk with them and everything gotcha okay okay cool and uh, i told them hey uh you know mr george could i um store my pallets here temporarily a couple days they'll be out just so i can sort them through mm-hmm. like, yeah sure you can you can you can have uh two three months free and then see how it goes if you make money you will figure out something on the rent that's awesome just for the parking spot okay and i said could i use your forklift do you know how to use one no well, I'll show you. Come. <laughs> I never knew how to use it. Yeah. But I, I restyled the palette somehow, you know? It yeah, was okay. yeah, you figured it out. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, um, uh, you know, that, that, that guy was charging me 200 per trip, so I was bleeding money on transportation. Yeah. You know, and then the winter came, and uh, my, uh, my mom backed me up a little bit. So then I was like, well, it is either now or never. Mm-hmm. Really, my old jokes aside, Eric, that's it. You gotta, you, you gotta do something, man. I mean, yeah, it can be a status quo, you know. So I thought, um, you know, I always used to be a Toyota fan guy, you know, uh, big time. I was Toyota is the thing, you know. I mean, we can do something reliable, blah blah yeah. blah, you know. So I'm was looking for a Toyota Tundra, okay. brand new Toyota Tundra. Mm-hmm. And all the Facebook groups that I joined, I was posting. I mean, you guys can look me up. E R I K M I K H A N O V. You can you can look me up, and you will see my my traits and the questions I were asking. You know, is everything is true? Yeah. And um, I was asking people, what's a flatbed? What's a gooseneck? What is a bumper pool? What is a GVWR? How do you calculate the thing? What's yeah. a strong weight? What's CDL, non-CDL? What is a curb weight? You know, how yeah. the hell do you calculate all that? This is <laughs> this is crazy. This is nonsense. You know, 
And I said, well, I'm considering to buy Toyota Tundra and a 20-foot flatbed trailer. Mm-hmm. And everybody like, no, don't do it. You know, you crazy, half-ton Toyota powered by gas. It ain't going to pull much. You know, you will regret that, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. keep in mind, everybody, I am a paralegal from New York City. I don't know nothing <laughs> about trucks and trailers and yeah. all that stuff. You know, I can yeah. tell you all about trucks. And that's <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> You're like, I know numbers and math and how to save you money. And that's, but, but, but not that's weight what I know. And, you know, yeah, right. all that. And trucks and, uh, and blue collar know, things, I right. guess. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're like, don't buy it. And I did, I, I did buy. Uh, Toyota Tundra, and it took you me. You did buy it. I did buy it. Gotcha. It took me. It took me um, two months to uh, actually, you know, find something mm-hmm. because because uh, there is there is a thing about you know buying a brand new vehicle with you know, to anyone who is listening. By the way, there's another nugget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's another nugget. You don't want to pay. Um, full price for a brand new vehicle. Agreed. Don't. In because any capacity. In any capacity. No. Yeah. You take your time and you really got to talk with the dealerships, pardon mm-hmm. my French, as if they're your bitches. <laughs> no, you know, it, it, it's not disrespectful. It's no, not, dude, you know, I used to work for car dealerships, so yeah. you're not, you're not wrong. You know, yeah. you got to go you know, in there and know. Ahead, and, and, know, and, and be an educated consumer. Yeah. You got to know what the spread is, what the invoice is, you know, and stuff like this. And the good channel to really um, get to know more about it is Car Edge. Okay. So father and son, I think they're also from uh, Jersey somewhere. Oh, cool. They, okay. They, they do a podcast and... Uh, Excellent. The father used to work in the uh, automotive industry for like forever. You know, okay. Um, and uh, uh, so I basically was calling each and every dealership I could find around Houston, and as far as one hundred to one hundred fifty miles out. Hmm. And I've noticed that countryside dealerships are a lot tra- more transparent. Yeah. Um, they're they're a lot more reasonable. Yeah. And they can throw a lot of um free goodies inside the truck. Gotcha. Like uh all weather bats. Okay. Mm. Just to kinda like sweeten the deal sweeten for the you deal a, little a little bit. Yeah. Gotcha. And out here in Houston it's it's like, you know, uh, kill or be be killed. Yeah. That yeah. type of situation, you know? Because there's people. If it's not you, it's somebody else. You know, yeah. I'm sure that's what it is. So, and and I told them, you know, what's your invoice price? And for anyone who doesn't know what in, invoice price is, is basically Toyota Motor has a factory here in San Antonio. Hmm. So that that that's almost like a separate corporation. And then Toyota, in the form of dealership, usually uh, big, short, long Toyota. Or fat skinny Toyota, basically someone's last <laughs> name. About dealership Toyota. name. Yeah, dealership <laughs> gotcha. name. You know, <laughs> um, they they all the same. You know, there's yeah. no really uh, a lot of 
uh, creativity in the naming as well. Yeah, so, it's usually a guy's last name or something like that. Last name, like that. Toyota. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, the factory would basically loan them any car, any vehicle, be it a truck or sedan, doesn't matter. Right. Whatever's coming out from from the, from the factory is being not sold. It's like a loan almost, and they're paying yeah. sort of like, like a lot fee, a percentage of you know each each day it stands there. Um, they're paying that to the factory, and then they have a final price, say forty thousand right. for uh, Toyota Tundra, brand new. You know, uh, say it's uh, it's uh, XO, well, that's actually um, I forgot the uh, the the lower trim. It's it's not fully packed packed, you know, but it's not the TRD you know. or something like that, or is it the no higher? TRD is like a high end, that's the higher like one, a, like a like a lower tier. Say okay. fifty thousand. Yeah. But MSRP, which it stands for attention, it stands for manufacturer suggested retail price. Suggested. Yep. <laughs> it is not mandated. It is yeah. a suggestion. Yeah. So they can profit. Wanna, so they can profit. It right. doesn't mean they gotta sell at this price. Yeah. They wanna but they don't necessarily have to. Right. And so, and then 40,000, the dealership gets the truck and then they add their BS fees. Yep. Packages. Yep. Anything and everything they can oversell and screw you in the ass, they will. Yep. Window etching, tire insurance. Yeah. All, all the annoying all that stuff. stuff, you know? Yeah. And, that doesn't and, actually serve a purpose. Right. And then yeah. you and you basically end up buying something that costs forty thousand for sixty five seventy thousand. Right. And that's how they make money on one end. You see, a lot of people like you and me, Kyle, we don't you know yet have a lot of money to buy cars cash. Mm-hmm. So we would go to your financing office. Mm-hmm. That's when they're gonna keep screwing you in the ass more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because because yeah, it, it, yeah because it, it, it it's it's the back end of the deal now. Yeah, see, yep, they're they're not they're not stupid. Yeah, you know, and they would basically um, take your information, your social, blah blah blah. You know, right, and then they would throw it to a pool of all the banks and financial institutions that they're working with mm-hmm. to get you, you know, to see. You, who can get you what? Right, APR the best best interest the, rate. The, so they say the best. Right, one, you know? right. They will they will take the average of the highest and the lowest, and then say say the average came out to be seven percent for you, Kyle. Yeah, seven percent nowadays. APR. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. But in reality, he will turn and say, I was able to get you a best deal at 13% APR. And that's your best deal. <laughs> right. You see? 13%. The guy is profiting 6% on each payment that you will be making for however the length of your contract is. Right. Typically seven years. Yeah. Well, Not only they were able to oversell you on a vehicle, hmm. they're also profiting on the payments you're making. Right. So the way you do it, the way I did it, rather, 
Mm -hmm. And anyone who is listening, don't be afraid. You are in America. Remember that. Your <laughs> your your vote does not maybe it is not um, has a lot of power, but your dollars certainly carry a lot of power. Mm. You see, the mm -hmm. way the way I did it is took me a month, and I was calling each and every dealership, and I told them that's what I'm looking for. Uh, what's your allocation? And allocation is basically how many trucks the factory is giving them gotcha. for th this period, you know, like mm -hmm. month, month or two. And, like, and, and then, you know, uh, everybody's, you know, I went to a couple and uh, they were very, very aggressive, you know. They're like, you know, so basically this or no deal, I said, yeah, pretty much. I'm not here to waste my time or your time. It's yeah. either my way or forget it. Right. You know, uh, no deal. Okay, I left out. I left the dealership. Uh, they were, of course, calling me and everything later on. And I said, <laughs> well, I told you. Why, why are you playing with me like this, you know? Ain't nobody mm -hmm. buy the, the, this truck nowadays. You crazy? Have you seen how much the gas is? Luckily, <laughs> we're in Texas. It's, it's 260. <laughs> yeah. You know? But imagine yeah. Northeast or California. Oh, I mean, I saw people driving trucks in California, and I'm like, why do you even own that? It right. doesn't make any sense. Any sense. <laughs> and um, I, see, I need one for work. And, uh, right. and then um, uh, somebody from Lake City Toyota uh, called me in, and uh, I said, well, listen, I am going to come in. You are going to take my trade-in, my Toyota RAV4, and I'm going to low-ball me on that. I am going to be very, very difficult to work with. I'm not your vanilla type of customer. You get it? You understand? And I literally, I, I literally told them like this. You know, you understand? Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not from this country. You know, you're not going to screw me in the ass like you are, you know, used to do. You know, and he's laughing and everything. I said, yeah, sure, it might be funny, you know, but you ain't going to take advantage of me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to walk up with the best deal I can. You're not going to make any money of me. You sure this, this is something you want to do? Yeah, he's like you know, he's like, yeah, come on. I said, yeah. Uh, at least you can show the factory that you're moving units, which is what they yeah. care about at the end the of most. the day. Too. So you can yeah, get like, the next allocation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Which that's the whole thing, you know. Like obviously, this is a pallet, pallet yeah. podcast. But yeah, when it comes to cars, it's like yeah, it's very much the case. They want to move volume. They get they get kickbacks from the manufacturer for moving a certain amount yeah. of vehicles. So yeah, you're and, right. It's still and, and, I, a and value. I feel like you know. It's yeah, sure. It's pallets, but there's so much more involved. Oh, 100%. you know. So that's yeah. why I said in the beginning, it's not what they what they say it is. Yeah, and and, yeah. and anybody who's listening should really, really keep those points in mind because yeah. you will be buying some sort of transportation, be it new or used. Right. Um. And then I uh, basically bought the thing um, at uh, invoice. I told them, show it to me. Wow. Okay. Uh, and they're like, oh, you guys. I said, I do. You know, I'm, I'm not stupid. You know, show it. They, they did show it to me. And I said, okay, uh, I like this price. Um, and then we went to a financing office. And it's like, oh, sir, come outside. Keep it to yourself. It, it's, it is not going to be pleasant for you. And then all of a sudden, he dropped his smile. What do you mean? I said, well, you're going to show me the spread. You're going to show me the buying rate. And I'm going to decide if I want this or not. And I am not buying gap insurance, insurance, this, this BS and that BS. Yeah. I just yeah. need the thing, the truck. 
end of story. Ain't nobody coming to my aid. I'm here by myself. That's how it's going to be like. You understand? Yeah. And and they're like, okay, okay, you know, sit down. uh, Dude, I got to go car shopping with you, man. You're the guy to go with. (laughs) And I was very aggressive, you know. And, yeah, and all of a sudden he understood that he's not gonna sell anything. <laughs> you know, he just yeah, <laughs> you know what you're talking about. He removed the entire brochure, and I said, <laughs> "But don't, you know, don't even bother." Yeah, and he did show me the spread and everything. And I said, "Now we're talking." Nice, because you, everybody who's listening, you guys need to leave a dealership or whatever. You're buying a used vehicle, new vehicle, doesn't matter. You gotta live and feel in power as if you are in charge. It's very confidence inspiring. Because pallets, it's cutthroat. They will, they will, customers will drop you for 25 cents. That's happened to me. (laughs) So, so by, by keeping your expenses low, yeah. As low as you can. This is all relevant to your profit margin. That's a very good point. Yeah. You know, if your car payment is lower because you're so confident and you know your shit, mm-hmm. your profit margin will be bigger. You see what I'm saying? And you're yeah. able to compete for more business. That's a very good point. So, so I got I got the truck. I know it took me a while to, you know, but no, I, that's feel okay. like, it's I, okay. I feel like this is going to be packed packed you know episode yeah i might have to do like one or two parts honestly just to make sure it's (laughs) digestible you know but go ahead go ahead and then um i needed a trailer i was able to discover that diamond c is like cadillac of trailers okay for real and and everything is made interesting by the way big tags texas pride diamond c are top three uh trailer manufacturers and they're all based here in texas Cool. Um, yeah, up in uh, Medicineville, uh, basically between Dallas and and Houston, like on I forty five. Okay. So I called Diamond C. They they quoted me some outrageous price, and I didn't know, you know, what's a uh, electric over hydraulic disc brake. So I was like, what the I, hell? I, you know, it sounds like I could Chinese. Think about the difference, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, and then they're like, do you need dual tandems? What's your axle rating? You would like it to be? I'm like, can you speak English? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't understand those words. You you see anyone who is listening, the audience, uh, I'm sure there's somebody right now who is listening to that and being like, what the hell is this guy talking about? You know? <laughs> but, but, but listen, it, 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 this is, this is all priceless information because mm-hmm. all these trailer dealers and points of sale are selling generic built trailers for every, everyday duty. You see? Right. So, so if you really are serious about this cloud business, even flipping, the last thing you know you, you need is an accident, or God forbid, you will kill someone because your trailer is not heavy duty enough. Right. Your straps are not heavy duty enough. You see, it's it's not an enclosed drive van. Right. You know, it's an open cargo. 
and mm-hmm. you're driving with living beings on the road. Yeah, you you really gotta be careful with that. You know, don't yeah. rush. You know, you really need to learn how to strap properly, get proper weight rating, and uh, throughout all this process, I understood that it's better to have more in like into the power capacity carrying, but less, right that than you need. Yeah, I mean, you know, than not have it when you need it. Right, right. Or like get yourself in a risky situation where you don't have enough and you're like, oh, let me try and push my truck or push the trailer a little more than it. You don't want to do that. Right. Because when when it tilts upwards, all of a sudden you lose that, that, uh, you can't maneuver, Mm -hmm. you know, as good. Because any car, any truck will be turning using the front axle, front two wheels. Right. It's not from the back. Yeah. The, if the face is, you know, lift up like this, yeah. all of a sudden you're losing that, that, that grip on the wheel. Yeah. Um, you really got to understand all that. There's a lot involved. And Diamond C was expensive. Um, and the, the building lead time was two to three months. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was like, no, ain't no way. I mean, <laughs> you're like, I need something <laughs> right now, actually. Yeah. It's crazy. And I'm calling to uh, Texas Pride in Medicineville, explaining mm-hmm. them my situation, who am I, and I'm being brutally honest with them. You know, straight up. Look, it's just me. No family, no, no, nobody. I don't have an uncle who's going to show me how the shit works, you know. It's yeah. just me. And that's what I'm looking to do. I'm looking to carry pallets. 4840 GMA four-way pallet weighs about 35 pounds on average. If mm-hmm. it's wet, it, it can get to 50. Right. You know? So um, you got to do the math. So the 20 foot can fit five five rows on one side and a five on the other. So okay. you get so you get ten rows. If you can squeeze it to twenty per stack, you're carrying mm-hmm. two hundred at a time. Right. So you really gotta be mindful about how you wanna, you know, do that. You don't wanna be uh, you know, get some beat up, you know, truck and trailer and then, you know, each trip you take, oh my god, am I gonna make it all, you know, safely? You don't wanna do that. Yeah, yeah. It's not you worth know, it. No, it's not worth it. Because you're in business to make money, profit and develop and excel further. And not right. let, you know, single accident and your your entire um venture. Yeah, really. Uh, and so I told them could I please come out, you know, come out there and uh, meet somebody? Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, come on in. So I came in and I said, tell me what you got. I want to see, I want to see what you have. Explain it to me, you know, pretend I don't understand English. Uh, 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 talk to me like I'm fine. Right. I want to know, you know, what's, what's a hitch? What the hell is a hitch? You know, show me what's, what, what's a pin? What's a safety pin? What's this? What's that? And we were able to uh, configure and build semi-custom trailer for me. The wow. only difference was I the frame of the trailer is I beam, heavy duty uh, uh, frame, so gotcha. so it can hold um, a lot of weight and not break. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and, and then I said I want um, 
7K axles, which is a custom also. Uh, usually it's uh, 3,000 or 5,000 on the conventional that you can get today. Okay. And, and I said, and I want uh, the brakes from, from the next level uh, heavy-duty trailer on my light-duty trailer. Interesting. Do, do it for me. I yeah. want electric over hydraulic. Because with, with the pallets, you see, um, when you're driving, a lot of people will cut you off. They will jump in front of you. You have to keep adequate distance. You know, you have to be mindful. Whenever right. you are hauling pallets, it is not a joke, people. You need to pretend as if everybody around is up to get you. And as if <laughs> everybody doesn't know how to drive. Yep. You really yeah. got to be low-key paranoid. A hundred percent. I mean, and, it's unfortunate, but yeah, you're but, but right. That's the reality. You yeah. Know? It's a lot of weight. It's a lot. It's a lot to stop that. Yeah. Because, I mean, the heavier your entire setup, the harder it is to stop. Right. Probably, you know, like hold dead end. You know, it's just difficult. Yeah. And, and then, um, you know, I, I basically left $1,200 deposit. They told me trailer will be ready for pickup in three weeks. Guy okay. calls me back in two weeks. It's ready. Come pick it up. I'm like, all right. Nice. Yeah, all right. it's very nice. You know, got this. Yeah. And I'm uh, <laughs> going there to pick it up. And uh, they're like, where's your hitch? I'm like, what's a hitch? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You know? I thought well, we were going to somehow connect it, you know, to the other <laughs> thing. Right, right. Um, and, uh, you know, I went to Tractor Supply, got the hitch. They don't the, sell hitches? At... No. I know. That's a, that's a missed opportunity right there. Yep. And uh, I bought the wrong hitch because each hitch, <laughs> each hitch, it, it's different for different right, weight Right, the ball rating. is a different size. Ball, yep. you know, yep. it's like five and three quarters, you know, and whatever, you <laughs> yeah. know? Uh, yeah. So, so, so I got the thing. Uh, it's called Reese Heat. And uh, I was like, I, I don't know how to do it, so please help me out. Please, you know, help me hook it up and everything. They did yeah. that. I was filming, you know, how, how to hook it up. And I said, dude, slowly. So it's like instruction for me for next time. <laughs> and they're yeah. looking at me like, I said, that's right. I'm doing it for the first time ever in my life. Gotcha. And they're like, ooh. Well, you know, well, best of luck to you, you know, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, hooked, hooked it up and drove off, you know, to back to Houston. Didn't uh, need the thing for three months because come spring, I, I found uh, a lot of business and I was moving pallets by truck load. Oh, okay. So, so 40, brokering. 48-footer, brokering big time. 48-footer gotcha. um, semi-truck. Yeah. You know, big boy league type of thing. Yeah. I was moving pallets and I was, you know, crazy. And then I found uh, a builder, you know, to build the pallets for me and um, it's like, could be the entire episode on its own. Because, <laughs> yeah. because whoever is listening and considering brokering, sure, it's all nice, but um, to really get a good deal on the pallets, so, mm -hmm. so your markup can be bigger. Yeah. You really need to go out there in person, introduce yourself, 
and say, I have somebody that needs X amount of truckloads per week, per month. Um, I didn't have the money, you know, to prepay him, the builder, for my power. Gotcha. Yeah. This is why I needed to be there in person, you know. And, yeah. And luckily, um, people look at me, oh, this Asian kid is not going to, you know, <laughs> cause much harm. <laughs> you know, which, yeah, which is right. him, you know? Um, but no, no, yes, you can, you know. I, uh, yeah. I'm not going to set you up or anything like that. You know, I wouldn't stay yeah. in business forever. Um, and they, they get they got me like seven days to pay. Nice. So okay. My, my my first like you know large checks you know fifty ninety thousand. My bank my, I I opened up a separate bank account you know for my business. Right. And my bank is like whoa we're not used to this this amounts for you buddy what's <laughs> going on you know yeah yeah <laughs> did you just that. get into some illegal activities right? or something no, like that? Yeah. Was like zero 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 out of nowhere. <laughs> and they were clearing wow. for a long time mm -hmm. um, and I was calling and I'm like well this is nonsense you know seven days to process a check you crazy I went to the branch I was fighting and fighting with them and then being in America and I like being in America and I said listen y'all you know if uh, my checks are not going to get processed within 24 hours I am folding up all my accounts with you, including personal, and I'm going to your rival, Chase Bank. So, are so you banking so, with Chase now? Or? No, I'm still the Bank of America. Gotcha, gotcha. Work. And, and I said, um, we are in a recession now. You are seeing declines in deposits at all times high. You know, yeah. I know your shit, you know. I'm not just a consumer, no. Don't be mistaken, you know, and I know who you are. You're not here to help me. You're here to make money off of me. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, you're also going to remove um, any monthly maintenance fee, which for a standard Bank of America account is $12 per month. Which is just unnecessary. <laughs> it is unnecessary, you know. Uh, yeah. Unnecessary. You crazy? I'm going to park my money with you while it's in the checking, you know, or saving, and then they're lending this money. It's fiat system, oh, you know? Exactly. Yeah, they're lending this money, and uh, on the typical saving right now, you're getting, like, what, 0.05% APR? Yeah, Where, well, they're whereas, making, like... Whereas the rates right now, 8% plus, that they're lending yeah. to somebody with a great uh, credit score, yeah. which there are not too many people with that. <laughs> you know, so they're lending your money at 13, 15% and giving you 0.05 in exchange. You're crazy, ain't that? Right. No, 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 no. You know, so, so I thought, I know how your system works, you know? Yeah. And they're like, who are you? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and then I was like, well, that, that's, that, that's, that's about the time when I first reached out to you. Because I was on my way to, uh, well, I was getting ready to go to Canada. Right. You were looking for lumber. Lumber. Because yeah. I'm, I'm at a point right now where when I'm like trying to open up my own production. Right. Um, well, let's, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. So yeah. 
what has gotten you to that point? What has mm. enabled you to be at a point where you get to look for lumber and you're now considering your own right. operations? Um, basically, uh, short short answer would be dependency is messed up. Basically, mm-hmm. if you you see, Kyle, the nature of our business is very very cutthroat. Because yeah. for twenty five cents, for for you know even ten cents, customers yeah. can can drop you, like so, yep. you know. And and he was buying all this time from you, and now he is not. He's disappeared. You know what's wrong? Yeah. Uh, you know, and they will lie and <clears throat> and but it is what it is. I mean, they are in business to make money too. So if they can save money, they will. Right. And. Uh, my main builder here in Houston, not gonna name any names, you know. Right, we don't uh, need to. We don't need yeah. to. <laughs> um, I got him over three hundred thousand dollars worth of business for three months. So give or take in three months. In three months. Whoa, uh, dude! So g- give or take twenty per month. No, I grossed from from. March eighth until today, I grossed over seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Whoa, whoa! Uh, because I, like I said, I bought the truck and the trailer, and I was doing it full time. I thought I'm gonna be using my my trailer. I'm just doing it for the small jobs. Yeah, kind of like what people want to get into. You know, what I'm doing is like almost um, next level. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Um, and then I tra- traded in my Tantra for 2023 Ford F350 diesel. Single there you go. Wheel. Yeah, so I can hold better. And now I understood <laughs> that, you know, American cars are the thing, especially Ford, you know. Yeah. My entire family is not all Ford people, you know. <laughs> yeah. You converted them. <laughs> my uh, headphones died. Oh, you're good. All right. And basically, uh, why am I doing this is because um, to, you know, in order to keep my uh, business flowing, I need to produce my own uh, talents. Gotcha. So to anyone who's listening, it's basically like the next level of pallet making right because right. you are not just picking up you know recycled used 4840 you may repair a board or a stringer in your backyard or your garage or a storage facility you know you have your little devolt nail gun and a little you know uh, air compressor that you bought from home depot and you know <laughs> you have a little trailer and you're trying to you know flip pallets i mean Nothing's wrong with it, you know, but um, um, that's where I started, and right. now I'm going to do more. <clears throat> and basically, the guy, um, I told him, "Listen, can you get me twenty-four thousand pallets this week?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, no problem." I said, "That that's a lot of lumber. You have it? Do you have it on site?" 
Do mm -hmm. I need to go? I mean, I trust you. Do I, do I need to go there? No, 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 Eric, we, we, we got you. Don't worry. That wasn't the case, was it? It wasn't there. It, it wasn't there, and <clears throat> um, the customer doesn't know that guy. You know, it's me, my face, right. my company. And uh, the reputation there is, is you know, it's crucial. Yeah. It was because this business is brutal. One mistake you're out, and I have a and I have a story about one I've made mistake, you know, in the past <laughs> with a chemical company. <clears throat> and uh, um, he was basically feeding me a lot of BS. It's like, oh, you know, lumber uh, didn't get from Ohio on time or whatever. I'm like, well, we can't find a trucker, and I said, okay. Let me step in and do your work. <laughs> I care more than you do. Yeah. Let me, where you are in the process. You can't find trucking in America impossible. No, I mean, yeah. You can find you know? a freight broker and I'm sure they'd be happy to help you out. Yeah, TQL, uh, JBL, there's everybody, Schneider, you know. And, and right now, trucking is at the all-time low. It's mm -hmm. declining. A lot of people going out of business. They're struggling. They are in pain. Yeah. You can find somebody like this and they'll be happy just to take something because they need to make that payment. Right. For the semi truck. And you could actually help the guy a little bit. Yeah, really. Impossible, you know. I mean, come on, we're not we're not stupid, you know. I know I'm <laughs> a, I'm not from this country, you know, but I can sense my BS radar works fine. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're not stupid. Like you common you know? sense is, is yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. So go ahead. Well, he turns out um turns out his credit and uh. reputation with the lumber brokers and sawmills Interesting. was so low that it wasn't the problem of supply of the lumber or logistics mm -hmm. it was him really people just yeah. didn't trust him but no not that he uh owed them a lot of money oh okay so he wasn't paying his bills okay gotcha on time gotcha yeah. okay and i didn't know mm. and on the level that i'm playing now it is very important yeah you may be making pallets by yourself and have your own trucks and people, but you got to get the material to right. build the pallet. And right. the material is coming from one source. And uh, the logging industry is the old boys club. So yeah. if you're cool, you're hanging out with the cool kids. <laughs> Don't You'll be like this guy. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. So he was dripping pallets by like 200, 300, you know. And I said, well, I need 1,200 for, for a load. Like, you now. know, yeah. now, yeah. yeah. And basically the customer was waiting for like three weeks. I was dripping pallets oh. as if the cat is crying, <laughs> you know, little yeah. by little. Yeah. And then... um I found, I quickly realized that uh, you know you cannot rely on on, on one source of anything, mm -hmm. be it a builder for you as a broker, be it 
a supplier for you as a pallet flipper, for example. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this is an, another point that you must diversify. You always have to have a network of uh, more people that can that are doing the same thing. Yeah. Be it a truck, a mechanic, a bank, mm, payment accepting system. You know, you you really really have to, um, um, you know, have diversify. uh, diversifying and yeah, have like uh, plan B, plan C, plan D, E, and so forth. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's stop for a second and kind of just talk about that because yeah. I think it's a, a really good point that not many people think about, you know, where it's like you get sold this concept and don't be, you know, don't get me wrong. There's people who listen to this podcast who've been in the industry for years, you know, but <laughs> even even them, they might still be in a similar situation where, you know, they, they have one source for their lumber or they have whatever it is, you know, like I, I think that's a a very good point is diversification within your business is important, whether it's sourcing or it's your revenue. You know, I think that's that's a really good point, too. And and that was something that I remember we talked about over the phone in our first conversation where you were like, I'm pursuing this industry and I'm going to like go full force into it. And you're like, what do you think? And I was like, well, great, but don't don't put all your eggs in one hey, basket, you know, because, especially if they all know each other or whatever it may be, you know, you might you might get yourself in a pickle one day. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a very good point to bring up is it's good to have multiple friends in multiple different places to where if something does happen to, uh, or you, you do happen to get into a, a, a situation, it's good to have other people that you can count on and rely on. <laughs> my cat is very loud. So he's in the other room right now because he loves to just scream in my face. So yeah. he's and he's total opposite. What is it? His name is Kilo. Kilo? Yeah, like a kilogram. I would because he's because he's, he's white. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I thought it was like a a Coke joke. Or <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My cat is is all black too, so he's the total opposite of that one. Yeah, this one. No, his one is you know he's quiet and he's helping me, um, you know, fill out checks and everything gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I, I asked him i said can you lend me four hundred thousand? you know for a loan and and then he's quiet you know i don't know yeah he chooses when he wants to get himself involved in things like yeah. that money unfortunately isn't one of those things that he does <laughs> yeah, so. that's awesome yeah i wish my cat was that comfortable i mean like he's he's cool he'll let me pick him up and hold him but he's much more fidgety and loud than your cat so well this one is for calm you know like like me yeah yeah if i could be an animal i would probably be a capybara the uh those like massive kind of like pig looking things right yeah but they're, they're like a pig but but they have like hair and they look like a squirrel yeah they're very big in Japan, and all they do is chill all day, and they're super calm. <laughs> there was a picture where a pecan, you know, like a big um, bird that, that has this, this giant mouth, was trying to eat him, and he's like, whatever. <laughs> you know? yeah. Was it a, 
a raptor bird? Like it was a bird that actually ate meat, or it was just like putting his mouth around him just to mess it was, with him. Was was trying to swallow him whole. Jesus. But yeah, but but it, it didn't work, you know. Was it like a uh, baby one? Because they get pretty big, right? Uh, well, here. I mean, it, it, it wasn't like a baby, baby, you know. But it's. Uh... I was gonna say I thought they got to be like two hundred something pounds. Like they're pretty big animals. So you see here. Can I let the screen adjust? Oh, okay. I can kind of see it. It's like kind of. Here, hold it like fully in front of the screen. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, okay. And he's just hanging out. He's just like, ah, whatever. You know at all. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. Back to mission is key, though. Yes, yes. Agreed. In any aspect. And then um, I was able to locate a much, much bigger builder. Cool. I'm talking... Two million dollars worth of lumber on site at all times. Oh Big wow! Okay. And uh, they never knew me. They, I never knew them. Mm-hmm. We didn't have anybody in common that could serve as a point of reference. Mm-hmm. So I was in negotiations with them for a couple couple weeks at that point because I knew my current guy is just not gonna make it. And. Uh, my wife and I took a trip, you know, uh, to visit their facility. Mm-hmm. And I basically told them, you know, I can't get you 40000 out of pocket now, but I will once we fulfill the order. Okay. You know, I have my systems already established yeah. to the point where I'm picking up the check and it's in my account the next day, even on the weekends. Wow. No, I conditioned my bank very well, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, this is how I'm going to operate and you're going to accommodate me. <laughs> yeah. Or else, you know, I, I, I'm i a free market capitalist. I can go anywhere who will right. give me those, those, those benefits, you know. Wow. And uh, they're like, okay, let, let me see what we can do. And I got, well, on the spot, I, I the owner goes like, why don't you come represent me in Houston? Okay. So it was this guy. I remember you telling me about him. Yeah. Go ahead. And then uh, I was like, well, let me let me think about it. You know, I, I can't get you an answer now. Yeah. But it's not in my interest to work for somebody. It's mm-hmm. my interest to buy him out eventually. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, on the way back, his right hand calling me and says, I don't know how but he's gonna get you the five loads you need and he's gonna get you 10 days to pay wow no background check no credit check nothing literally my wife and i showed up and you know by the grace of god that's how it was wow um and i uh, fulfilled the order you know i got paid and first thing that i did when the check got cleared on saturday i went and uh uh did a uh, cashier's check uh and i took a picture and i said uh, don't you worry i have it i can drop it off today in person they're like well we're closed but come monday okay you, know, you, you can fedex it whatever i said no 
I want to do it in person. Yeah, yeah, really. I want to do it in person, and and I have some gifts for you. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Because you took the leap of faith in me. I- imagine, Kyle, somebody randomly, you know, <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere, out of the blue, and like, yo, Kyle, couldn't you build me five loads? <laughs> yeah. Can and you, like, can you, you run? Like, how much money was that? How much money was that? It was about 45000 Right. Can you just lend me $45,000 real quick in inventory? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Jeez. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I, you know, I got paid and I said, we're going to do more business. Don't you worry. Yeah. You know, I have a lot more customers right now that I can handle. You know, it, well, it, it's it's a good problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> I'm running out of, out of truckers like there is no tomorrow. Yeah. Well, if, if you're listening right now and you're yeah. a trucker with a 48 foot, flatbed step deck or maybe a 53 foot flatbed or step deck uh reach out to me please yeah give them your email what's your email or my yeah it's uh e-r-i-k at s-o-l-v-e-r-y dot win w-i-n solvery pallets we're not gonna you're gonna get paid uh right away there's no factoring company involved i'm direct shipper please if you know anybody we're always looking for more truckers. Perfect. Nice little plug um, in there for you. Please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, that's what it's about. And then, um, yeah, like I like I was, uh, uh, you know, uh, chatting with you earlier. Mm-hmm. I was trying to wrap my my mind around um, the sewing equipment. Yeah, sewing, uh, sewing. Yeah, like like a to to buy a resaw. Oh, okay. Oh, sawing. Okay, gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, sawing equipment, and uh, uh, I understood that I really need to, uh, you know, start doing it myself. So I was putting up a plan together, and then I drove to Canada. Okay, right for lumber, right? For for lumber. I, I actually went there and uh, on my Facebook, you guys can see um, that I really did go there because there's signs, like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I was taking pictures and everything yeah. and I was uh, sending it to my customers. And I'm like, see the extra mile that I, that I go for you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you were sharing this with the purchasers of the pallets just to like kind of validate and everything. Wow. Yes, yeah, you sent me some of them, but yeah, that's oh, all yeah. the way up in Minnesota and everything too. That's crazy. So you went all the way up there. <laughs> I I appreciate that you took a picture at every sign because I know you sent them to be like Oklahoma, Iowa, and you brought the pallets with you too, which is which is awesome. I hold it across the border, and Canadians are looking at me like I'm crazy, and I told the border. <laughs> agency of canada that i am crazy so take a good look you ain't gonna you ain't gonna see anybody like me and i'm here for a business trip i am here to contribute to your economy there you go (laughs) because you got a lot of space and not a lot of people and your best market is me yeah yeah whether you like it or not that that's just that that, that's what's happening yeah and they're laughing and everything you know and they're all you know happened to be all men so it it was it was you know a little easier to to chat and they can see i'm not a threat you know i mean an asian guy with a pallet on the ford (laughs) i mean 
you know what 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 could go wrong yeah and, uh, they they let me in first time in canada i'm on the phone with my wife and we're like at&t works here you know that i mean it's great it's so so comfortable you know it's like seamless yeah. we cross the border as if we never left the u.s <laughs> you know and then there's kilometers and everything and it's miserable because it's cold and gray <laughs> and out here in texas i, I kind of got spoiled with sun and everything you know, you yeah, know like, weather. yeah yeah you're smiling you know you have a t-shirt on <laughs> yo life is perfect you know yeah kind of situation over there it's uh I don't think I understand. What do you no, mean? Like a Game of Thrones? Oh, wow. see, I never watched Game of Thrones. You know, it's it's very very cold and like gotcha, gotcha. Coming, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are um, a little cold, makes you miserable. So it's a little yeah. bit. Of, but they say Canadians are nicer too, and I've met a decent amount who are. So no, Canadians are weird. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, if you're from Canada. I was gonna say, I was like, this is. We got that good. I, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, but they're they're a little bit. I mean, they're they're nice people, very very polite people. Don't get yeah. me wrong. And when when I'm coming in and I'm like, checking into my hotel, and I said, well, first time in Canada, what what could I try around? I'm hungry. You know, they're like, oh, try poutine. Mm. And I said, well, I appreciate, but I have a wife. <laughs> you know, and they're like, no, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, you know, it's a uh, cheese with gravy on French fries. I'm like, right. oh, okay, <laughs> you know, it's called poutine. They're like, yeah, uh, all right, okay, you know. I got a little confused there. For yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um, and then yeah, I just went to uh, like Canadian wilderness. I actually, it was the most northern point i ever been in my life wow i went past the arctic circle really so yeah. where were you going like to, to sawmills and stuff like that or sawmills and gotcha. uh, <clears throat> basically i wasn't really interested you know talking with uh people who sell lumber right because i was gonna buy by train cart you know I remember so you talking about why this. Why don't I go directly where it's being sown and everything? Right. So I spoke with the people, and uh, hopefully we'll get some deals going. Um, but uh, they got a little bit offended when I said, "Oh, I, you know, I've heard out here in Canada lumber is super cheap." They got offended. Yeah, and the one guy just like, "Ah, oh, you all coming here? You know, thinking the lumber is cheap." You know, <clears throat> you think it's like this, but it's not, blah, blah, blah. You're so, whoa, calm down, eh? <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't, you know, I mean, what do I know? I'm, I'm here for the first time, you know, right. I'm going by, by, by my own, um, just what you've heard. Assumption. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's right. not that I, it's assumption, you know, right? Because geographically, you have oil. And lumber, mm -hmm. that's it. You don't have anything else. Right. <laughs> you know? And you have a lot of land, and you can't mm -hmm. import or export, you know, that stuff because you're subject to tariff. Fair enough. So you're just kind of like making the what assumption that yeah, lumber like, would like, be cheaper. 
Exactly. Like, what are you going to do? You know, right. give, give a break, you know? Right. And then he understood where I'm coming from and he kind of chilled a little bit. And right. I got some pricing and I wouldn't say it's cheaper though. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> when you when you factor in mm, transportation, I, I uh, me and my transportation broker, we kind of sat down and uh, crunched some numbers. Uh, trucking versus rail, and as soon as you know the uh, say BNSF, it's the what's that one of the largest rail companies in the US. Oh, oh, okay, and then there is uh, Kansas City Rail, uh, but Kansas City they, they do only southern part of the US, okay, so Midwest Canada would be BNSF, okay. And uh, turns out they will charge you a pickup fee because you got to steal a drive to the sawmill, get the lumber on a truck so it can be transported to the depot. Gotcha. Where, where then they will reload to the train. Right. And then strap it, whatever. That's all cost money. Yeah. Obviously, I thought it's just going to be mana <laughs> from heaven. Yeah, you're like, oh, you know? the train will just pull up next to the, 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 the uh, lumber yard and that'll be it. Or the, the sawmill. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and then I was like, well, and then on top of that, once your um, train cars are loaded, whether you like it or or not, you will wait until the entire train gets loaded. Oh, I see. So you could be sitting waiting for a long time for stuff for too. At least, for at least a month. Wow. Okay. And then and then um it's not gonna be direct, you know, like a like a straight shot. Right. On the Houston, you know? Mm. They'll stop places. And each place they stop, it's like could be a week. Oh wow! Okay, per per stop because <clears throat> by the time they get a depot, find a truck, unload the thing, get all the paperwork, you and everybody else's stuff will wait. Yeah. So by the time your lumber gets here, yeah, it, it can be easily half a year. Oh my gosh! So it's not. Yeah. It was not worth it at all. You discovered. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh crap!" You know, it, it's not worth it at all. And yeah, tracking the thing, it's it's uh, it, it's so expensive mm. because the trucker will have to sleep over somewhere three times. That makes sense. Yeah, and a lot of truckers, they're like little prima donnas. I'm sorry, but that's how I felt. They want a hotel, they want this, and blah, 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 you know. Yeah. It's a international trip, <laughs> you know. You go from Canada to the U.S. You're driving over a bridge, probably. It's not international. No, it's, it's just like a made-up border, you know, in your mind. Yeah. And, you know, there are two bodies of, uh, I mean, they're the same territory, the same land, same weather, same everything. Right. Same People from both sides, you know, they all speak English, you know, but they, right. but Canadians pretend to be Canadians, and uh, you know, we're like you know uh, real Americans and everything. In my <laughs> mind, you know, you know, I thought I'm just going to a, a version of America, but right? I, <laughs> I, I was that wrong. Canada, its own country. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's Canada. It's the Commonwealth. You know, still, still um, the King Charles from England does mm-hmm. rule in Canada mm-hmm. and Australia and New Zealand. They're still mm-hmm. Commonwealth places. They're not a republic like us. Gotcha. You see, we have a constitution, our own. We don't yeah. answer to anybody, but they do. Interesting. So, you know, it's it's a different, totally different country. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, it was, it was kind of like a big, big cultural shock for me because everything, infrastructure, science, it was all like we have here, but you are in a different country. Mm. You know? Yeah. And, and there's uh, French too, right? Like they kind of have yeah, French Quebec, with certain there's things. There's a lot of French. That way. Yeah. If you, if you, uh, you know, address them in English, like you're used to, they yeah. will get offended. You I've see? heard that. Yeah. yeah. And you, you got to be like, bonjour, monsieur Moreau, <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get back on. All right. So, so you, you found out that buying uh, lumber in, in Canada didn't really logistically, financially make that much sense. So you've pursued other routes, I'm assuming, or you're researching other options. Um, Basically, what I was able to find out is uh, if you can afford uh, to wait this long and uh, minimize your logistics mm-hmm. from Canada or you know some other remote place uh it's somewhat doable but for a lot of people like us it, yeah. it, it, it's a no-go so what i'm doing now is i basically partnered up with my local sawmills here in texas cool uh louisiana mississippi basically uh the, you know the closer states yeah yes surrounding states mm-hmm. um that is a lot more doable. It's easy because you can take a trip anytime. You can send a truck anytime. And uh, it's working out. The other thing that I'm pursuing, and if anybody is listening right now, and if you could please you know, reach out, any lumber brokers. Oh, I, I sent a couple to you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But we need more. Diversification. Oh, okay. You gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so lumber brokers, you know, and yeah, that's about it. Okay, gotcha. Uh, that's how I, you know, that that was the trip, but you won't know until you try. Right. You know, that's right. the bottom line. And what else can I share? Um, also, um, my piece of advice to anyone who is listening right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it may sound like I'm, you know, doing very well right now. You know, this pallet gig took me to Canada, took me to other states. And I did meet a lot of great people, you know. I'm just making fun of them. Just joking around, but they're all nice people. And you, yeah, I, yeah. I learned a good deal, you know. But... uh you cannot compare your chapter one to somebody's chapter 20 or 40 or 50 or 100. Yeah. You know, there are people right now who are making million dollars or more per, per week, and we will never hear about them, you know? Yeah. Because they're on a totally different level. Right. Right. You know, 
But then at the same time, there are also people who are just trying to flip it. And I don't want to discourage anybody, right? But I do want to be brutally honest with you. That's what this is here for. If you are looking to make a quick buck, a quick flip, you are not here for the long haul. I would advise you to do something else. <laughs> there is there is plenty of other businesses you can jump to that are more suitable for a quick turnaround, you know. <clears throat> but pallets, I've noticed there is a, a lot of people who are fly-by-nighters. Mm -hmm. And uh, whenever I'm approaching customers, and I'm a real pallet business, we mm -hmm. have production and everything, 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 you know. Like we have a space. And they associate me, a professional pallet company, with someone who is trying to flip it. Right. Therefore, bringing this negative outlook on our industry, whereas we're legit. Right. There are all sorts of associations, networking and everything. And then you have to educate the customer a little bit that we are not, you know, just picking up pallets or stealing pallets. No, we are, we're a serious, legit people. We're here to save you a little bit money, get you a surety uh, that your product will be transported on time because we're going to show up on time. Yeah. You no, know? I, yeah. Is there more that you wanted to add or can I chime in a little bit? Uh, well, the other thing that I was going to say is even if it's a small amount of uh, money that you're making now, um, good, you know, record keeping and bookkeeping is key. Whether it's $50 or $50,000, you want to have a good record because People who are serious and who are listening to it right now will will understand. Mm -hmm. Eventually, there will be a time when you're going to go to your local small business development center and ask for help, like I did. And I'm in the process right now. And uh, like any business, they will they will look at you like you're serious. You have your P&L statement, your income statement, your bank statements. Your entire set of documents is in order. That alone will help you um, just do stuff and achieve stuff a little bit faster. Hmm. Be it, be it, you know, you're trying to get a loan for fifty thousand or five hundred thousand or million and a half. Doesn't matter the amount. The work is the same. Yeah. But having your paperwork in order uh, will avoid unnecessary confusion you know, and we'll streamline the process. I think, th thank you. I think that's super important. I think to kind of touch base on the fly-by-night type situation, I think yeah. that that assumption making, you know, kind of just what I've seen, I feel as though that came from the course selling, right? There was that sure. large push yeah. i mean i still see new guys popping up today i saw somebody on instagram the other day that's like i made ten thousand dollars today just doing and i'm like dude what are you 
you know like don't don't peddle that to people like you're making money off of your two thousand three thousand dollar course that's what you're making yeah. money off. but anyway don't like i think that that's kind of the issue right is people get sold on this concept that this is easy it's, it's so simple easy, yeah. yeah and it's like dude no no it's not like sure you'll real see palace <laughs> what's what'd you say it's, it's, it's a real business you know? yeah yeah and i think that that's kind of the thing right is people yeah. are like cash quick cash what's gonna make me money blah 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 and it's like no and th that's the reason that you know i kind of went down this the, the path that i did is it's like i want this to be a business i want to be respectable i want to be somebody that people can rely on and, and i mean of course i moved out of selling pallets at this point but the point being it like no matter what it is that i'm doing i'm trying to serve a purpose right and i'm trying to not i'm not just focused on the money i'm not just focused on you know trying to make as much money as i can if i if i was i wouldn't be doing the podcast if i'm being honest you know because i don't make any money off of the podcast right. i don't make money off the facebook group you know like i really i'm not right now i'm very much in that place of like just working and working and trying to just prove myself and prove what i'm trying to do to people so yeah i really value the fact that you said that i think that it's it's very true and i i hope that people hear it and and value that um and recognize that you know if this is something that you want to pursue take it seriously take yourself seriously and build out a plan don't just like maybe if you want to just go out for a day and see what it's like and you know do some research sure but if you're committed and you're serious about it like you have to take yourself serious and you can't just wing it and hope for the best you know That's like I I think there's trial and error and everything, but as long as you're being honest and transparent and you're doing your best, like that's really all you can do. Um, but yeah, I think that to your point as well, it makes it difficult for people like you and, and those other companies where, you know, a customer is like, oh, well, I paid some guy four or $3 a pallet. And it's like, well, that dude literally delivered to you one time and he's probably never going to come back, you know? So that's not comparable or it's the, you know, uh, I don't, I don't well, even know. Treatment certificate, for example, IDPF stamp, yeah. you know, uh, those flight by nighters might come up to you. Oh yeah, Mr. Kyle, you know, my pallet are heat treated. There's a stamp on them. That's a good point. You know, yeah. And, uh, well, I'm, I am a big business and I'm sending product to all over the world, you know, right. and my pallet product on the pallets will be passing through customs. Do you have a certificate? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll email it to you, you know, and they yeah. literally make something up. Yeah. Yeah. And then your goods that are you, that, that, that you, you try like on the line, you know, you, you're trying to move it across the border. It's not Mexico. It's not the U.S. It is literally going to Italy, Spain, yeah. China, Japan. Doesn't matter, you know. It's not a joke. Yeah. It is. It is serious stuff. Yeah. And then, and then the Port of Houston is calling you, Mister Mister Owner. You know, Kyle, and it's like your certificate is not popping out in our database. Mm -hmm. And you're like, crap. <laughs> Well, we're going to hold your shipment until you can provide us, you know? Yep. Each time your shipment is well, at the uh, seaport, airport, um, crossing a land border, you know, they have like a little uh, waiting areas. Mm -hmm. They're going to charge you money. 
for each day, it's at least two thousand dollars. It's it's not a joke, you know. Yeah. And the driver, the truck, the poor truck driver, who got the shipment, is now a hostage of the situation. Mm. You know, and and he can't just uh you know come back to you, get unloaded, and uh, you know uh come back the next day. Yeah. No, they will hold them there too. Just and because he's the one transporting. He's carrying. Him. He is the gotcha. carrier. Yeah. You know, and that's it. And you will never find that guy ever again. He's just not gonna pick up the phone, even if yep. he will. What is he gonna do? Yeah. 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 I mean, he he did what he wanted to do. He sold the ballot, so mm-hmm. it's like there you go. Yeah. yeah. Whereas whereas consumers have to understand that they are standards within this business mm-hmm. that are not attainable very easy. It takes yeah. time takes a lot of money for all these memberships yep. and licenses and everything, you know. And once your old bureaucracy is done, you yourself have to properly equip your kiln so you can really complete the process. It's, yeah. it, now we're getting into woodworking. And oh, don't worry, dude. We I got an episode on it with uh, Mr. Matt McGowan uh, yeah. <laughs> on, on all the heat treatment and all the laws and everything. So, yeah, right. yeah. So it, you understand, you know. Oh, I mean? yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's it's serious, and it, and it can really put a halt on somebody's business, and and it makes, I mean, it delegitimizes you as a as a potential business owner as well. So yeah, yeah it's it's again all things to take into consideration, and uh, I'm trying to remember the other other thing that you had mentioned after the um, the initial, like, which, initial phone call. What was that? Uh, after initial phone call or. Uh, no, no. Um, like what we were just talking about, you had said, you know, legitimacy and fly by nighters and things like that. Um, and then there was something else that you had said that, um, you really need to, you know, uh, keep your books in order. Oh yeah. Yeah. You have to have an accountant, Mm. not just a bookkeeper. There's a big difference between a bookkeeper who is QuickBooks certified. Right. Somebody who is a CPA and passed the state exam. Yeah, who understands the tax laws and things like that. Yeah. Gotcha. But better yet, uh, you want to get yourself a tax attorney. Mm. Okay. Actually, it, it, it's basically a CPA on steroids. Okay. Not only he knows the tax code, yeah. he can also represent you before the IRS. Interesting. Okay. Because so it yeah. kind of does both. Wow. Yeah, See? he's he he'll be more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But uh, whenever you have your finances in order and you're, you know, you're dealing with people trying to get something, some sort of financing, mm-hmm. and they tell you, well, to qualify, you need X, Y, Z. There's like a whole list, ten, fifteen items. The fact that you can produce that within matter of days. Mm-hmm. And it is produced accurately. It just shows that guy or, or or girl that that you are serious. Yeah, you are not some Joe Schmo. You know the the, the schmuck that show up out of nowhere trying to get some cash. <laughs> yeah. You know, like who who is this uh, Eric Schnook? You know that that, that <laughs> you know showed up here. You know, trying to get cash. Yeah. Oh, oh wow eric has all all these documents you know he was so fast and it's very accurate wow we're really moving moving along faster than average yeah 
us leave good impression. That's a good point. That person is going to be more likely to uh, wanting to work with you in the future. Mm -hmm. And whoever, you know, this person is going to touch base with about your case is mm -hmm. going to be under that impression. Like, hey, you know, that, that Eric guy is, you know, is legit. Yeah. You know, so that's the kind of reputation I want uh, our industry to have so that we're mm. not palette pickers. Yeah. We are palette makers, you know. Yeah. We are proud of what we do. We we contribute to society. Um, palette, palettes move the world, and uh, we're very professional about what we do. We're not just some stupid, you know, loggers or palette recyclers no yeah savvy business people you know yeah no i think that's a good point I, and i and i think that that is similar to kind of what i've what my thoughts and goals have been through the podcast and through like my own website as well as like creating and the, and the facebook group as well is creating more of a community creating a place where people can have more pride in what they're doing and, and um, more representation for the industry that shows that like it's not just wooden nails like there's people behind all of this and and sure like there's there's some bad apples in, in the bunch and sometimes unfortunately those bad apples can rot the rest of the, the group you know that's how the saying goes but I think that at the end of the day the more that people talk and have this sense of pride in what they're doing and pride in their business and pride in themselves and they represent themselves in a way that is honorable and there's honesty involved and i mean like i think that communication obviously you can't control everybody right there's always going to be people who are down a different path than, than we are but at the as a whole i think that if you can carry yourself in a way and do business in a certain way it can kind of make it everything a little easier for for everybody involved, and I and I yeah, like you know your last episode with uh, Brandley, mm -hmm. Palette Magazine, my favorite type of source for Palette yeah. News, thing you know, I mean, we need uh, not only unification within our industry, but we need a little bit of systemization of stuff, mm. so that for example, uh, you hear Amazon. Yeah. instantly instantly subconsciously in your mind you're thinking fast delivery fast reliable mm. be mm. it uh rain snow zombie uh, you know uh <laughs> outbreak, they'll they'll show up with the package you know <laughs> yeah. yeah but if if we're gonna strip down fast delivery all of a sudden we, we, we're gonna discover a complex organism that has a lot of difficult but well-structured systems hmm. that allow Jeff Bezos to be as rich as he is. <laughs> That's, I That's mean, a good point. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not like we're jealous. No, we want to learn from the guy. You know. Yeah. So, for example, Solvery will be the first company in the entire North America that's going to be Amazon of pallets. Hmm. I like you that. Know? Yeah. Fast delivery, brand new lumber, a lot of pricing points, competitive. 
uh, no minimums, you know. I mean, Amazon is not going to tell you, or Kyle, you know, you have to buy a hundred socks yeah. from me to be <laughs> eligible for free delivery. Right. No. Right. Kyle wants two. One for now, one for backup. Right. You know, that's it. And they'll bring it to you. Yeah. At no, no, at no additional cost. You know, they're now selling cars even. I saw that that was a... Uh potential thing that's going to so happen dealerships beware yeah you know, your time yeah. is about to be to be out so imagine that um so solvery is actually i'm telling you kyle you know you're you're probably gonna start your own association of some sort and we're gonna be the first one to, to get certified <laughs> as a as a pedigree is a benchmark of quality and service you know so that your podcast can bring awareness not to us you know the the, the business people within the palette yeah but if, if you could um reach out to the end consumer yeah and and the beauty of it is you could reach out to just about anybody you are yeah. not limited by the industry because pallets are everywhere mm-hmm. just different sizes and and quantities you know yeah uh, pallets are everywhere and you can be like look within my network we've been doing this podcast for three decades mm-hmm. i'm 68 and back in the day we started with that, that eric <laughs> schnook was just you know starting out with the solver you know now it's like all <laughs> over the place yeah and we develop systems. We're actually going out to facilities and we're certifying people and we're advising that, you know, you got to be efficient, you got to be professional, blah, 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 you know, safety, this and that, and worker compensation, you know? Yeah. Like we're real legit. And whoever is within our network, you can, you can uh, rest assured that your staff will be, you know, taken care of. That's a very good point. And you give yeah. me a lot to to think about and to kind of like look forward to for <laughs> the future for myself because quite like, honestly, go ahead. What are you gonna say? I I wanna you know sure I can go ahead and get certification of the uh, what's it called the uh, Pallet North American Pallet Association. Oh, the NWPCA. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They have a software to design the pallet. You know. There's there's another one out there as well though that yeah, not many but, but people know it. about. Yeah, you know, that's it. The, the the consumer doesn't know what what are they doing, what's their mm-hmm. purpose, and most importantly, why should they care? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Right. I, I I've got all this business. You know, there's so much shit going on. I don't want to. You know, some associations. So what? Is it going to save me money? Is it going to provide no. me more assurity that my pallets will be delivered on time because they no. certified the company? I don't know. No. I, I mean, <laughs> you, know? you could do your own research, but you could find out all the benefits. I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm trying to... Never mind. <laughs> I don't need to go down that path. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if, uh, you know, uh, pallet plug... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a pallet plug. Yo, I got a plug, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's wicked, the... wicked, wicked, you know. Hook you <laughs> yeah. up, and not just that's... hook you up, but those are legit gentlemen, you know. Yeah, that are in this industry that are not gonna, you know, let you down. Yeah, if they will. 
There will be what? I don't know where that came from. It happened once before, dude. I don't know. I saw it earlier and I was like, is he clicking something or something like that? I don't know. Maybe the computer agrees with what you're saying. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, stuff like that you could do. And uh, that, like, for example, look at um, real estate industry, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You need to, you need to study for that 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 shit then you yeah. need to you know uh pass the uh, the exam and everything um uh and 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 then you know there's still there's a huge learning curve involved yeah but now you can't just make shit up because <laughs> you're you you are you are liable by the by the criminal penalties mm. the government can can you know put people in jail Beyond fine, so it could be criminal, you know? It's yeah. serious. We're talking about people's finances, houses, you know, it's their place of residence. But pallets are also important. Yeah. Until they develop a teleport, like it or not, <laughs> pallet will, will be used and trucking. I think even when we develop teleportation, there's still going to need to be a pallet, you know, like we're not going to teleport everything individually. We're probably going right. to put You're it on a pallet. So whether you like it or not, <laughs> okay. um, the pallet, you know, uh, and it's I feel going. like you and I have the potential of being millennials and mm. I don't like the current system, financial system. You know, I don't like that my fellow brothers and sisters who are millennials are bound by, by student debt. Yeah, and we can't even afford, you know, good health insurance, and yeah. everything is so damn expensive. And I then don't... some boomer is is talking down to me as if I'm lazy, fuck that doesn't know what to do, you know, in life. And I'm like, yo, the 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 diesel truck that I got was sixty two thousand dollars, and because I'm so savvy and smart, I got that price. Yeah, but my other millennials, brothers and sisters, might be paying the full ticket, which is ninety bucks. I mean, ninety thousand. Yeah. You know, like, what are you talking about? You know, we are kind of disadvantaged in a way. Yeah. But in a way, you know, and, and that, 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 that whole pallet situation, you know, it's kind of the good old boys club. Mm -hmm. And if we can bring system, systemization and technology, technology, we can compete now. You see? Yeah. At least we can say. Yeah, we're we're young, we're millennials. You know, I'm 28, but mm-hmm. I'm able to save you almost 40 percent on the pallets that you're buying, retaining the same quality, but giving you better service. How about that? Yeah. How am I doing that? Well, it is for you to pay and for me to know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. That is that is awesome. That yeah. is awesome. That is a great response to that, too. Well, I mean, the potential is here. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I wouldn't say that our, you know, fellow millennials are lazy or stupid. No. Hmm. We're one of the most educated generation that ever existed in the country or the world or in this flat earth, for that matter. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 feel, I feel like dude, you've thrown a couple jokes in there, and I'm like, I really hope people like catch that he's kidding, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, so yeah, no, I mean, 
unless Skynet is going to raise and uh, you know rise and you know Chat GPT is going to take over, I don't think pallets are are uh, you know going away. Hey man, people are still going to need stuff. You know, yeah. it's I, the if anything, there's just going to be more of a demand and need for pallets because we're just going to be more people, more people buying things, more yep. people. So and it's growing. Yeah, exactly. It's but I I think. I think to summarize, because yeah. we've talked about a lot, I think that, I mean, overall, I congratulate on congratulate you on your efforts. And, you know, like I was going to say success, but, you know, what what is success? What, how do you measure success? You know, and I, you could say I'm not successful right now, you know, but I've had people be like, wow, you know, your podcast is doing great. And I'm like, I, I don't feel that way. <laughs> you know, like I don't feel like I'm successful right My now. My measure of success Hmm. can only be defined in one way is who you were a year ago about the same time and where you were in general Hmm. versus where you're now and where you're headed. Right. And if those three instances are drastically different from one another, then clearly you're being, you're, you're developing yourself. You're doing something, you know, at the very least, you're not standing in one place. It's a very good point. So, yeah. Yeah. No, and I appreciate that. I think that it's always helpful to have, to have conversations like that with people because yeah, you're, you're always in your own head, you know, and it, and it's like, you think that you're alone sometimes, but it's cool that like you are very much a person who, like you said, you're not afraid to ask for help. You're not afraid to go and talk to people. And you know, that that's, I hope that's confidence inspiring for other people to show that like you can find people in this industry that are still willing to talk and share and be insightful. But anyway, again, to, to my, 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 my quick suggestion, Kyle, if I, yeah, yeah. of course. And, and, uh, I don't want to rough any feathers or anything like that, you know, Mm -hmm. Say somebody is listening right now and he or she is miserable doing Amazon pa- package deliveries like I have and is like, oh, crap, there's this pallet thing, you know. And That's how I was listening to your podcast while I was doing packages. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, whenever you're going to ask for help, mm-hmm. what I have noticed. Mm-hmm. I already know what you're going to say, but go ahead. What I've noticed, yeah, I'm going to my local palette people. I'm not going to name names or yeah. anything like that. I'm just going to stay with local. Yeah. And by a local, it could be your local town, your local state, your local region. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a tiny place, it's yeah. a small place. Everybody knows each other, especially out here in the South. Mm. <clears throat> what I've noticed, whenever you're going to ask for help mm-hmm. in a polite manner and you're clearly not a threat, people have viewed me as a threat, as a competition with my pickup and a trailer. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Because I am asking this kind of questions that would potentially um you know, be competitive. their business. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. What I have noticed, you know, I had to go as far as Canada and <laughs> Minnesota and North Dakota and everything, you know? <laughs> yeah. The further you are from 
where you live and where you conduct your business, yeah. you're better off in terms of health, like actual health, like for yeah. real, like, you know, people, go, Kyle, you know, you need X, Y, Z, you need this machine, it will produce you this much. You need, yeah. you need this, you will produce you this much, you know, they will be more willing to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I, I've heard numerous times when, uh, you know, from other pilot guys that they said, well, yeah, Eric, you're you're down in Texas. You're like so far away. You know, I'm I don't mind helping you, but I wouldn't do anything to my local guy because yeah. that's my market, right? You know, and I understand. Right. And uh, the same thing is really happening all over the world. And the example to that would be a guy who owns a sawmill in uh, in Canada, and he said. Um, we tried to, it's a family business. He's a, you know, my parents and I, we tried to get advice and help from our local sawmills. But the minute they realized that we're trying to get into that game, into that yeah. business, they just disappeared. It's not a yes or no, they just disappeared. And they took a trip from British Columbia all the way to Pennsylvania, and they were checking out oh, wow. sawmills, sawmill, sawmill, sawmill. Yeah. They were, they were just on the road for a couple of months, you know? And uh, um, they were on the road for a couple of months, and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, they finally found some, some guy from Pennsylvania. Imagine, Kyle, you live in British Columbia <laughs> on the entire, you know, other side of the American continent, you know, mm -hmm. ain't nobody is helping you. But some guy from Pennsylvania is giving you all the help. Like, actually, what kind of. Yeah, yeah. Swagger you need. Genuine what kind advice. Of, uh, yeah. Saw that you need. Right. You know, um the blades are going to be extremely expensive to, you know, buying new. So you got to find a way to squeeze more life out of them. You have to sharpen them yourself. But how you do it? Mm -hmm. you know, do you go with Baker? Do you go with Grizzly? You know? Yeah. You don't know because you've never done this before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at the same time, you cannot afford to buy something that you, uh, it's not, it's not suitable for your operation. And then be like, oh, we'll just return it and but but get something that, that we really need in the meantime. Yeah. No, you only like, get so much money, you know? Right, right. So and, you know, don't let that discourage you when you're gonna be facing this kind of situations. Uh be mindful and understanding that, you know, they're they're in business to make money, and as of right now, right. our industry is like this. Um but it's never hurt to, uh, you know, poke a brain of a customer or of a, you know, guy who is doing this on a larger scale. You know, just keep keep telling them that you are not a competition. Yeah. yeah. You know, some someone, some some guy will be will be uh, able to, you know, help you out. Yeah, I agree. And I and and it's like you said, sometimes you got to go a little bit outside of your local pool. But um, there are people out there. There are good guys. Like there are those who might be very direct with you and not very nice about it. But there's also guys who might be a little bit more considerate. I mean, it's you know, 
however you prefer to talk to people um, or to be talked to, I guess, you know, find, spend the time to find that person. But, but all right, so we've chatted a lot. We've covered a lot. Uh, wow, well, almost three hours. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. So I, I think let's let's wrap it all together. Let's kind of bring it together. Give get get, get some good closing statements in, and um, so what do you want to leave the people with? What are what are you know? Obviously, plug your business, plug yourself, what you got going on. Tell and then um, give us some well, closing. Not, well, uh, a couple of points. Number one, yeah. If it's a quick flip for you, don't get into this business. Number yeah. two, if you are truly serious about this pallet gig, do your research, and I mean not just vaguely research, from transportation to storage to forklift to mobile mechanic to everything and everything. Number three. Uh, nobody can. No, nobody cares about your arrogance. Nobody cares about how good you are, how smart you are. You can, you can just leave it at home. Nobody needs it. Number four: the more simple you are, the faster you will connect with people. Number five: have your game plan ready, and I mean. Take, take the time to really, really brainstorm ideas and imagine yourself uh, moving, you know, 8, 10, 50 loads of pallets per week. Or is that number six? Yeah, seven? yeah, yeah. yeah. You're well, at okay, six. next point. <laughs> uh, next point is uh, uh, bookkeeping and uh, record keeping. Mm. You know, uh, next point, diversification. If you are a broker now, um, diversify, you know, reach out to me. Uh, Maybe we can work something out, you know. And the most important point of all, which is my motto, if anybody that knows me or my customers are listening now, they will vouch for that point. Um, Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Simple as that. And what do I mean is don't oversell me on a brokering deal. Don't oversell customer on a direct-to-customer deal. Add your couple cents on top of whatever you're buying, whatever you're selling. Mm-hmm. My, my motto is I want to be making money every single week consistently. I want to eat every day. Yeah. I, I don't want to oversell a customer today and he is not going to call me back ever again because he will taste that bitter, you know, taste in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Because the next guy, me, I'm going to show up and going to say, what? 15 bucks? You crazy? No, my pals are only eight, including delivery. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. imagine how, how, how that's going to be like. That's mm-hmm. it. You just host a customer forever. And the next point is uh, have all your insurances and everything in place. You are never mm-hmm. overinsured. You are never safe. You know, anything can happen. A lot of people on the road are 
absolutely ignorant about trucks, about people yeah. with heavy trailers. Yeah. You know, business is a business, but you want to get home safe, bottom yeah. line. Yeah. You know, and uh, don't be afraid to ask for help, you know, uh, but at the same time, do understand and realize that you are not entitled to get help. Hmm. Even if you ask, even if you even if you buy a person lunch, coffee, you are not entitled to shit. At the end of the day, if that person is going to help you, he's going to help you. If not, if not, not a problem. Right. There are a zillion other people. Here, you know, on this flat earth that can help you, you know, yeah. it's, it's not a problem. No, I mean, I mean, really, it's, it's not a problem, you know, yeah, just a numbers game, really. Yeah, go outside of your little fish tank and uh, discover the world, you know, discover other people. Yeah, the more people you know, the better. Everything else will be my paid course, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, use uh you know uh uh pallet block for a 25 percent you know promo code <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay don't, don't throw me in there as we preach about the fucking courses oh my god and, that's, uh, you, that's you know my, my company is uh <laughs> pallets s-o-l-v-e-r-y pallets i am based in houston texas um you can find well my facebook and ig is the same all together real eric e-r-i-k mikhanov m-i-k-h-a-n-o-v my ig is private i only have like four or four i'm not really active there i'm yeah. more on facebook mm -hmm. um so feel free to reach out that way i don't guarantee that i can you know help you much but i will try um you know, and uh, if you are a trucker, you know, with a step deck or a flatbed, do reach out to me. If you are a pallet broker, you know, builders around Texas, I want to hear from you. And lumber brokers, or if you know remotely somebody dealing lumber, please reach out to me as well. And, uh, you know, give this podcast a lot of downloads, share anywhere you can like your life depends on it you know kyle here he has very you know uh, kind heart and uh very good interest <clears throat> inside and you know he's really trying to do uh, uh uh god's work in a way so don't you know don't be shy to send them to your mom your father or <laughs> you know, your friend you know maybe a trucker who is uh Board on the way somewhere you know it's almost three hour podcast so he'll be yeah, happy yeah this is a long one but, you know <laughs> so yeah so wow. every pallets and pallet plug episode one um i'm sure we'll do more <laughs> i hope so man i you hope know? so you got a lot of good insight you got a lot of good perspective you got a lot of good experience and I, i'm i'm extremely grateful for for you reaching out and, and finding everything and I mean, everything that you've shared, I think, is there's a lot of insight. There's a lot of value. There's a lot of comedic relief as well in there. And <laughs> I, I, and to anybody who's listening, you know, if, you, if you've if you made it this far, 
I'm always extremely appreciative. Um, as Eric had said, you know, please subscribe, like, follow along wherever you're at. If it's YouTube or any other streaming platform, it's very much appreciated. If you're a palette company, please check out the palletplug.com. That is literally the only way that I, <laughs> that that is my business, you know, like that is my revenue source. So if you're a palette company, you're looking for assistance with marketing and get your name out there uh, on an easy to find website, please check that out. And um, thank you. Thank you very much for, for listening. Eric, thank you for your time, for sharing everything today. And um, well, yeah, I'm just extremely appreciative for, for you and for everyone listening. And yeah, just me as well. Me as well. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle, for having me. And uh, can't wait, you know, for this podcast to be on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll sure thing going to be, you know, uh, reposting it and everybody like, look, I made it. You know? <laughs> I am featured in a podcast. I'm legit. Sign up for my course. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You come out with a course. We're not talking anymore. <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding. Just, I'm just joking around. No, I know. I know. But yeah, I man, I, I appreciate it. Thank, thank you for listening in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Eric, again. I'm going to hit the end button, and uh, hopefully you'll listen into the next uh, episode. Take care, everyone. All right. Take care.